0: All right, and we're back for another podcast within, like, a week. It's unprecedented.
1: What is this? What is this life? Uh, it, life? I mean, I'm feeling, like, rejuvenated. Like, dude. actual life instead of just, like, being quarantined in hell and, like, having to just, like, not see our friends. It's, I'm so lonely. <laughs> I just I just want to see
0: you. Yeah, I'm, like, seeing a real person, like, not, like, a digital pixel readout of I your know. face. We're on a
1: Zoom call right like, now. Like, I
0: can reach out and make out with you. What? You wanna I mean kinda. Okay guys, we're gonna take a quick break and yeah. uh we'll be
1: back. I know we just started uh listening to this ad from Blue Ice Bag. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we're talking about uh Wrestle Kingdom this Wrestle Kingdom. year. Wrestle Kingdom Wrestle Kingdom fifteen. 15? The twenty twenty one edition. Mm-hmm. Uh it was it was an interesting Wrestle Kingdom, I'll say.
1: Uh I thought it was match wise i thought it was extremely good yes
0: matches were fantastic um it was it was just a weird one all things considered and so we're just going to preface this entire conversation with the idea that this is a weird year we've got weird year overall we got a pan a global pandemic Mm -hmm. we have um shutdowns for new japan storylines i mean New Japan is known for its storylines. Correct. New Japan has, Gato has staked his claim in the wrestling world as having long term booking. Right. And the problem with that, not it's not a problem, but an issue, an obstacle to overcome, is anything can happen. So you book one, two years out. Right. What happens if somebody gets hurt? Yeah, you know?
1: or what happens when there's a global pandemic? Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, you know, I, and, and I have always accounted for a global pandemic yeah. in any of my plans.
1: Who? D- well, you should <laughs> if you're an aficionado, aficionado of post-apocalyptic culture, as I am. Uh, I'm always prepared for some sort of global pandemic yeah. or I mean my- zombie outbreak or nuclear fallout or well, and when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, what should
0: I wear? I could go with my shorts and my sandals, or yeah. I could go with my fallout gear just in case
1: you never nuclear
0: know. winter hip happens. You, never you know? know, just in case. You
1: never know. I'm That's lying. why
0: I'm in a full hazmat suit right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> which is weird. I went the other direction. I'm in um, torn up. Uh, I believe that they were at one point leather pants. Mm, what uh,
0: a, a post-apocalyptic, huh? Mad yeah, Max? Yeah, and
1: I also have a, a, a one shoulder pad. Mm.
0: Um, so what's the cod
1: piece? Why you got that? It's just a daily thing. I like to accentuate my best features. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> to get all the all the boys yeah all the lady <laughs> get all the, all the young lions <laughs> all the lady all the Thai lady boys <laughs>
0: <laughs> well uh, i guess we should talk about wrestling yeah <laughs> sure
1: but you know what but no but what we we're saying though is is not only um was new japan take had they taken off for three three or four months uh and then they had to jump back into everything so that messed with all the booking and everything but also they're about to I think do the same thing.
0: So I think they're gonna shut down again. And I right. was I was gonna save this for later, but let's just jump right into this. Yeah. Uh this year, this Wrestle Kingdom was different because Wrestle Kingdom, there's always a run-in, there's always a big return. It's whether it's like a young lion or I mean, if if you had to say the biggest um, you know, return of Wrestle Kingdom was uh what is his name? Ricky Ricky Chono. Is that what his name is? No, that's my Chono, Ricky, whatever his name was. To put in perspective, that's how amazing I—I I mean, I was born. I know he's a legend, but he was before my time. Oh, you're talking about the guy from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Ricky, um, I can't remember. Maybe, but
0: it's just the idea that there was not a huge reveal, and well, there, it,
1: it, it makes more sense now finding out later on yes. that they're probably going to be shutting down. Well, so. I
0: remember I was talking to Sandra, and I was like, Sandra they i said it needs to be a circus at new year's dash because yeah. they did nothing at wrestle kingdom yeah. i was like it needs to be balls to the wall like sting falling from the rafters like you know and none of that it was no n- that's happening in AEW. oh right yeah. right yeah that's a weird thought yeah uh, but you know it's it's one of those things where after after watching it all and looking back on it yes this might be there might it might have been I guess a little bit of a letdown that no huge amazing storyline took place but it's this there has to be
1: a shutdown looming that's what I'm saying that being said yeah there wasn't any like major like shenanigans or some sort of reveal or run in or anything like that but I will say there was some amazing matches and almost every match in the card was good I mean every match in the card was good and I think For me personally, the lack of all the, you know, the shenanigans and the run ins and the big reveals and all that stuff, I kind of liked it because everybody went over clean or, you know, oh, I mean, there were a couple ones that were goofy, but I would say overall, it was a, as far as just a pure wrestling standpoint goes, it was wonderful. It was great. It was a great experience. It was a good. Uh, good wrestling experience.
0: Absolutely. I mean, the wrestling—that's the thing. You you watch Japanese wrestling for the wrestling. If you want to watch and, the crazy storylines and you want to watch the drama unfold, you watch the you go watch WWE, and, and I, then you'll get some watered down version of it. But at least it's almost like that takes a precedent over the actual in ring work.
1: And to me, I think that not only was the in ring work, but I think the in-ring storytelling yes. that these guys did this year was amazing.
0: I mean, let's just jump right into it. Sure. Them. I'd love to. Uh, do you want to talk about night one or night two main event first? Cause we're going to, we're going to do this a little backwards. We're going to talk about our favorite matches right at the top. Yeah. So we can, you know, just slide right into this thing yeah. um, because there is, there is some matches that were, you know, fine. Weren't, didn't just blow us away, but there were some matches. Holy shit. My there were some matches like, Let's just let's just talk about Jay White and Abushi uh, right off the bat.
1: I was gonna I was gonna say let's start with night one. Oh, okay.
0: So let's talk about Naito and Abushi. Yeah, night one. Yeah. Um, I will say this uh, was not as good as night two. No. Um, and I think that it was. Don't get me wrong. It was an amazing match. I believe that Meltzer gave it a five star. Didn't he?
1: Uh, I think so. Yeah.
0: Um, and because of that, though, I don't even hardly remember this match because of how incredibly amazing night two was so
1: we're not going to talk about night one for very long
0: yeah we night
1: two was an absolute just masterpiece an absolute master class on how to come up with a match but in in, in ring psychology like in literal lead, psychology for sure but in leading up to that i was by the way i don't know why you would be listening to this any, for any other reason but a lot of spoilers coming up here Oh, yeah. Do I, not listen to this podcast. Yeah, if you don't haven't listen to this. If you Actually, haven't watched you know Russell what? Kagan. I will
0: say this. If you are listening to this podcast and you have not seen Jay White oh, and who he has to take on at <laughs> <in> night, two. <Tuna laughs> it's a Bushy. We're not going to. It's a
1: bougie.
0: Stop what you're doing and watch this match. It's, we are talking about this is one of the greatest matches. I mean, this is what, a week into the new year, mm-hmm. and this is going to be the match that people are talking about in December when they're looking at. Mm-hmm the greatest matches of the year this I
1: mean, might be one of the best matches i've ever seen oh absolutely period.
0: and it's the subtleties yeah little things and it's it's even what happened afterwards but we're we're talking about night two. Okay, let's talk here, about night one. Here's the
1: thing. Here's here's what I think is important to focus <laughs> let's, on. Let's
0: talk about night This is
1: because <laughs> I want
0: to talk about JY. Here, so here's the thing.
1: I think about. I get it. You want to talk about your boyfriend? My,
0: my baby boy. You want to talk about? Everybody's no. coming
1: around. Hiromu's your baby boy. Oh
0: yeah. Okay. So what's a J? My my big boy. He's just
1: your man.
0: He's, my, he's just your man. He's man. My man.
1: <laughs> he's just your gigolo.
0: I bid for it. I'm here. He's Let's just do your, it.
1: He's your top, bro.
0: He's he's my power top. He drew- he's, he's 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 my dom. <laughs> he, <laughs> <laughs> God, well, I really hope none of them listen to this, dude. They're, like Jay White's gonna call me up and be like,
1: oh, hey, Night. <laughs> that's gonna be our first t shirt. Jay White's Jay my Dom. It's my Dom. <laughs> it's gonna be Jay White with you on a dog collar. <laughs> them just stepping all over me. Here's Gimp. <laughs> um, yep, the go. reason I think it's important to talk about Night One, and here, here's why I wanna talk about Night One. I don't wanna talk about the match in general. The match was good. I think the important thing to focus on with Night One for me, was how invested I was in the story of mm-hmm, night one. Mm-hmm. And the story going into night one is that Naito is the double champ. Mm-hmm. Ibushi is champ champ. Uh, champ champ. And Ibushi is coming in to, uh, you know, he, there's been a lot of buildup to this as far as for, I want to say there's been a lot of buildup, not just for months or not just for Russell kingdom. Kota Ibushi has been working towards this his entire life. And he's especially been working towards it the past several years. Well, and, and to piggyback there, I mean, it's weird
0: that Ibushi, like, we're talking about Kota Ibushi. Mm-hmm. He's worked all over the world, everywhere. everywhere. He's been, He's even been in WWE. He's, he, he came was, in, he was in for, the, like, the cruiserweights or yeah, whatever. The, yeah. I mean, Ibushi has worked everywhere. Mm-hmm. And somehow, he has never been... Like, it's just weird to say that Kota Ibushi was not IWGP champion before 2021.
1: And from what I heard, and we've talked about this before about Ibushi, is he is just, he was not a committed guy. And I don't think they wanted to strap it on him because he was, you know, not committed. But I think now he is, and not only that, but I I think the main thing about this match for me was just the fact of what we've just been talking about. He's finally at that point in his career that he can be the man. He can be the one that leads the company. He can be the one that, and so finally, and he even said in all his promos, his big thing was that he was going to be God. That He was finally going to reach that status.
0: Which is such an insane thought, but then like afterwards,
1: afterward night one, it's like, oh, well, he's halfway there. Yeah, he is. Because, (laughs) and, and it was a great match, but the reason I wanted to talk about it was just because the storytelling aspect, the aspect of- I was so invested. And when he won, he beat Naito. It was, A, it was a one, it was an excellent match. And, B, it was really emotional. Like, it was a really emotional experience of, wow, he did it. Like, he did it. And then I think the part that made it so good is that he had this moment of, wow, he did it. And the commentators were like, wow he did it. And then, yes, and this is amazing. And then here comes Jay White. And then Jay White straight up says enjoy it because you have one night yeah you have one night to live your dream and to be god he's like you're god now but for only for one night
0: yeah no and that's that's what i love about two-day matches so i mean i i it you see this in tournaments Mm -hmm. um especially back in like the ufc Mm -hmm. where you had like three or four matches in one day and it's so interesting yeah. because like you have to climb that ladder, yeah. and it's like you can celebrate Ibushi's success, and you're like, awesome, Ibushi had his moment. But something makes it even better that that idea that he's on the top of the world, but in a moment's notice, he could be back at the bottom, falling yeah. from the top. Like if if you look, at, like a good example is this Kenny Omega, right? Kenny Omega won the IWGP IWGP Heavyweight Championship, right, and um. I think he lost it to what Tanahashi or something at Wrestle Kingdom. Is that right? I believe so. They had yeah, to get he sounds. just had to get it off of him, right? And then Tanahashi won it, and it was like, okay, cool, Tanahashi, awesome. And then I think Jay White got it. Jay White. Won uh, it, it was yeah. it was some kind of weird deal, but the belt just kind of passed on. And there's it was just kind of like, okay, like yeah, this is fine. Like, and these are we're talking about some of the greatest wrestlers yeah. in New Japan, yeah. And the belt being passed back and forth between them, yeah. So yeah. now you look at ibushi in this scenario and he's got to overcome two huge obstacles mm-hmm. and it's like you don't want to celebrate because it's like this could be short lived. Mm-hmm. he's not going to get his belt and then lose it in a couple of months he's yeah. not going to get his he could lose it immediately. immediately and if he loses it everything that he had worked for in night one Was, is mi- nothing. meaningless mi- nothing and that in in that doubt and that being so close yeah mm-hmm. so far is such an interesting perspective and, to throw on a match.
1: And that's why I think I was so invested going into night two. Yes. I absolutely. think going into night two. And in night one, that match was a banger. Yeah. That match was and what I mean by that was they put it all out there, oh, man. Yeah. There was nothing held back. Those guys put on such a good show. And and one of the things that I really liked about this is that they really focused on they kept bringing up the meaning of the titles. Like, the IWGP title is for the best. The Intercontinental t- title is for the strongest. Mm. So, if you have both, you are the best and the strongest.
0: And, I mean, just one look at Ibushi, and you're like, yeah, he's probably the strongest. Like, <laughs> like just, I would say so. You just see his pecs that are on top of his pecs, and you're say, like, hmm, I yeah. I would say one of his abs <laughs> could probably kick my ass. He's got more muscle density in his one leg than I have in my entire body. Okay.
1: I'm going to jump over real quick, just for a second. Just cause I, could you brought something up that just, it just reminded me of something. You said pecs. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure we might brush against this or talk about this, but there was a moment during Kenta and Kojima when Kojima flexed his pecs after he threw Kenta mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. And it, Made me laugh
0: so hard. Did he just like, like, was it the like the pulsating? Yeah,
1: day? he was. Yeah, with just just his pecs. Just do- do- I love do- 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 it. I love and I'm it. like, hell yeah, Kojima. That's one of his signatures. Yeah, It just I just thought it was just really funny. Just
0: imagine like what it sounds like in the ring. It's like,
1: especially with this fifty year old man meat. <laughs> This is man chest. This is meaty, flappy skin chest. Okay, yet, sorry. Yet
0: if Ibushi was doing that, it would sound like metal clanging. Off ding, the- <laughs>
1: ding, 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 like a hammer on an anvil. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: I mean by all means, this was a five star match, but absolutely, it was overshadowed by Night Two, oh. and which oh, I feel like that's kind of Naito's storyline. Like I, that, feel that's like, his career. I feel like Naito. His is one of the greatest wrestlers but there's a little footnote that's like if it wasn't for <laughs> these things yeah there's like, an asterisk on
1: like every yeah. single thing he's ever- and it's
0: like hey remember that time he like worked his way up from the bottom after getting an excursion and then won double champ and was the first double champ in the career history yeah yeah that's cool uh except it was during a pandemic right and they shut down yeah and he won him back in front of, like, 12 people. From evil. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, what? Yeah. Like, it's just, the whole thing is just, it, it sucks because it seems, but, I mean, I, I've always said that Naito's best, uh, he's best when he's chasing after the boss. Yeah. And this kind of confirms that. Like, the universe says Naito is not supposed to be the absolute best. and, he's, and- he, is, he is best when he's second.
1: I'd I'd take that. Yeah, I agree with that. I I agree he does his best work when he's not on top. Yeah. And and the thing is... He plays a great underdog. And I think now that he's reached that... I will say about this match, though... like, Sorry, I know I'm jumping around a little bit, but uh, things just keep jumping on my mind. But I think the match itself was one of the best ones I've seen Naito Mm -hmm. pull off because they were just working so fluidly and so smoothly. I mean, they're both dudes that... This is a classic
0: case of you've got two veterans in the ring mm-hmm. that are at the top of their game mm-hmm. and I mean literally the best in the world. Mm-hmm. And if if you're a shitty ass wrestler, Ibushi can elevate you. If you're a shitty ass wrestler, Naito can elevate you. So if you're either of them wrestling each do- other, yeah. You're just gonna elevate each other, and it's like a five star classic guaranteed.
1: And can we also talk about the fact that there had to be a doctor ringside because these two bump on their necks like <sighs> madmen nonstop. I was so
0: <laughs> scared, dude. Like I kid you not, there was. A, so I was. I think it was during night two, mm-hmm. but um, I was messaging uh, Sandra right, and as we were watching it, every time there was a neck bump of, around Ibushi. We kept counting down from from nine, like his like his neck has nine lives. Oh my god! And it would he'd like take a couple in a row, and we're like, "What is he at five? He's got five necks left." He he ended the match on his last neck
1: with negative six necks. No,
0: just he was like he had one neck left, oh my god. and he won. And I said that was the that was the fall there. He, Not the, uh, Jay White had to take that last neck. He had to take and that and last neck. He couldn't do
1: it. Could, he couldn't get that neck, brother. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is the funny thing is, is both of them neck bumps so much Ugh, and like so scary and rocky Ramiro on commentary said something really great he was like he's like you know i've had my injuries and he's like but never anything that has taken me out of action completely mm-hmm. and never to where i've had to have a doctor <laughs> sit next to the match to make sure i don't die yeah dude it's it's
0: terrifying and uh, i love it and i hate it like it's it's not worth paralyzing yourself for my entertainment, but fucking a is it not entertaining? Like <laughs> as somebody who's taken a neck bump, it's not worth it. Yeah, but it's not worth it. Holy shit, that match was like fired. Sure. And the whole time I was just on the edge of my seat. Like, oh no, it was either ing- of these guys walk out of here. It was just walking. They don't yeah. have to be alive, just walking. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be we'll consider this a success. Yeah. So um, yeah, the match overall was great. Uh, I'm happy that Ibushi got the win. Um, I'm glad that Naito. So the cool thing about Naito is no matter what, Naito can notch his belt as a uh, double champion. The first double champion champion. in in New Japan history. And that's cool. Um, What is it? Okada has the V12. Yep. And, um, you know, Kenny just needed to get it. So, like, all these guys get their rub. But I love that Naito got a little something special because he deserves it. I mean, he he'd put in the work, and he'd been around long enough. So um, good on them. Match was great. But what's uh, can we talk about night two now? Oh, yeah, we can. Okay, we're going to talk about the main event of a night two. Do you, do,
1: you I, <sighs> do you mind if I... Do you mind if I... Do you mind if I off you know we talk about this? Yeah, go ahead.
0: Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Just don't get it on the computer, okay? Okay. I'm, just shoot, I, it, shoot it that way.
1: First of all, I apologize.
0: Shoot it all over I, my... My action figures.
1: I apologize for the first. Time. Well, they're already just covered.
0: Uh, <laughs> not that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> in
1: I'll the get, very back. Yeah. Okay, I'll get that. I one. I think it's
0: Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I missed
1: one. Oh, how did I miss that one?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So night two. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Okay. So uh, Jay White versus Ibushi. Holy shit! This is one of the greatest matches I've ever seen in my entire life, and nobody can say otherwise.
1: I would. I would say so.
0: I would say it's it's one of the best matches I've ever seen, and I don't think this is recency bias either. I think <laughs> that I think that the, <laughs> the, the, first off, it was a 48 minute match that yep. felt like 30. Agreed. Like there was there was only a couple times in the match where the action slowed down, and you could tell they were kind of pacing themselves and catching a break, and kind of sitting back and like looking at each other a little bit. And it was at those moments where you kind of stop and you're like, "Wait,
1: how long have they? How long has this uh, been?" I know when they when they popped in at one point and said it had been like 40 minutes. I was like, like what? what? Yeah. I was like, how is it really? And dude, I was just so invested of in the story of this match. Well, not, not, not the story that we were talking about a minute ago. The story of the match. Yes. The story that they were telling in the ring. Absolutely. Was one. It, it, I'm telling you, if you are interested, if you are someone who is interested in ring psychology and storytelling in a ring, watch this match well and this is something that we do when we go into every match there's always
0: something to overcome right. there's always a mental aspect of it and there's been times where we've stopped each other and said but why would we do that there's a reason and then for we'll, everything and then we'll change a spot Right. We'll change the spot because it didn't make sense. It'd be, it's like, okay, but if you adjust in this, why would you do this? Or leading up to this, this happened, so why would you do this? Like There is a reason for everything that happens in a match, and that's just good storytelling.
1: Just stringing together moves is not what you want to do. Exactly. You want to have a reason for every action that's being done. And this match was such a clear example of that. Oh,
0: absolutely. It was 48 minutes long, but there is a specific moment In that match Mm -hmm. where I said, this is going to be a classic. It was already, it was towards the end of the match. So it was obvious that I was like, okay, they're already telling something great and I'm super invested. But there was something very clearly that happened that literally was like, this is it. Like, they nailed it. They've done it. And it was when Jay White locked on the submission to Abushi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, that was when they completely sold me on everything because mm-hmm. you saw Jay White, he showed up, he was cocky, he was brash, he knew he had this match in the bag. He knew that he had Gato in his corner. Yep. He knew that he had a, a leg up because he he, what, he won 3 matches in a row against Ibushi, I believe. Yeah. So he was the he was by far the favorite to win and he was full of self-confidence. And he goes out there and is countering all of Abushi's moves. Ibushi can't even land the Kamagoye and all these things. Like this is all happening. And it's just it seems like every step of the way, Ibushi's just hitting a block. Like any and he would he would run a, like a five minute train on him. Like he would hit him. Excuse me?
1: <laughs> yeah, him and Gato, man. I don't think we watch the same match.
0: Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> uh turns out I watched the best porn I've ever seen. <laughs> The finish. Oh, let me tell you oh, about the finish. Let me tell you,
0: brother, I finished. Let me tell you you I went over all over. <laughs> all over myself.
1: myself. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: but but I don't even know where I was at now. I'm so lost. You're
1: talking about you're talking about uh, uh, Ibushi and, uh, and him putting on the submission on Ibushi.
0: Okay, so so every step of the way. Um, he is Jay is just countering everything that Ibushi has right. to throw at him, Uh but slowly and and little by little, Ibushi starts getting things through. Oh, I was going to say he he would work him for like five minutes. Yeah, like for a solid five minutes, he would yeah. just go all out on Ibushi and just land move after move after move, and Ibushi would you know kind of squeak something through for a couple minutes, and then it would just Jay would avalanche on Ibushi again, and slowly though and surely Uh, abushi started being able to mount more and more offense right and you started to see the tides turn in the middle of the match and towards the end of it jay had one last go at it and it was one of those deals where if you've if you've ever been in like a strict competition or you know uh like a a real sport there's always that like this is the make or break if we don't hit this shot here right or if we don't Land this move or if we don't survive this pen attempt or something, then the momentum is shifted.
1: It's it's the mind over matter.
0: Yes. And that moment was when he locked on the submission to Ibushi Mm -hmm. and he's sitting there realizing I have got to stop him now or he is going to continue to get stronger he's going to continue to uh, I, he will rise i will decline mm-hmm. and he's sitting there cranking on this thing and i just remember his face and he's pleading yeah, he keeps for bush he's, he's
1: like tap come on he's like you have to you have like you yeah, have says, you to have do, have do to. this yeah.
0: like and he's like just tap out you know I, he's literally begging him to tap out because he realizes this is his last chance yep. and if if he if Ibushi had survived this, Jay had nothing left in the tank. And, you know, he still might have had a few counters and all that, but he Ultimately. Ibushi had him figured out. Ibushi had his clear path to the the, the title after that. Right. And so um, then you just watch, Jay White wore it on his face, and he just broke. And that is something that was so beautifully told in the ring and uh, when when ibushi caught the ropes there um jay white just almost crying in the ring because yeah. he just realized he had given it as all and ibushi took it
1: just you sitting here talking about it i, Dude. I uh, for those of you listening you noticed i didn't say a word for like a minute because i was so invested in the words that you were saying i was like uh-huh and then what <laughs> what happened <laughs> and then what happened grandpa <laughs> And because it's true, I was and I was so invested in the match. And and I think you brought up one of the best parts of this match is not only what you were just saying, that moment was so key, but in the beginning of the match, I mean I felt his confidence. Yeah. He came into that match like it was nothing. He had already won three times, and he came in there so arrogant. And so cocky, he had it in the bag. And the beginning of that match, he wrestled like that. Yeah. The beginning of that match was like that the whole time. He was so cocky, so arrogant. He had a smile on his face the whole time. Mm-hmm. The best part is, throughout the match, the smile faded. Oh, yeah. His His arrogance faded. His charisma, all the things he was doing, faded. And then he slowly just became broken yeah and he in but it was not immediate it was little by little by little and then once we got to that moment that you were just talking about he just broke it, it was just he was broken and that level of storytelling and that level of character and that level of oh my god it was so it was such a good display of in-ring storytelling at its finest. Well, and and even carried on after the match. He I was, getting whole, to what like, I was about to say. I he was, was just, about like, grabbing at the belts, yeah. as
0: if he, like Jay White, was so broken that he was like, "I'm, I've got nothing left." Like, I, I physically, sometimes. They they do this storytelling at yeah. the end of a match where it's like oh they keep going because they they don't stop like Suzuki's really good about it like fighting somebody all the way into the back or you know they'll like somebody will throw a punch and it's like oh he was so confused he didn't know but Jay did this in such a way that it felt like he was he had fumes and that was yep. all he could muster at that point and he was like I don't care that I've lost I need to keep trying but it didn't matter and like, like it was point, futile
1: he like, he, like grabbed uh, Ibushi by his hair. And it was, she was like sitting there, like doing this, like, like, no, no. And like, I want, and the whole, and they had to like drag him out of the ring. Right. Because he
0: just, it was fumes though. And it it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, it's so commendable that he is still trying. No, it was like desperation. Desperation. And and just a broken
1: person just with nothing left. And in that, that was even carried over. Oh, my Until gosh. after the match, again, I know we are just sucking Jay White's dick, dude. We're, uh, but it his is, promo that oh, he cut afterwards, yeah, was one of the best yes. things I had ever seen. I don't know why Kellen just kissed me just now, but I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just goes back to when we started making out. When we, you know what? Uh, listen to this ad by Blue Eyes Back. We'll be back. <laughs> so. Uh it was so oh it was so good because he continued that storyline of a broken man. And he went oh, yeah. from a broken man to a broken bitch. Yeah. Well, and, and he, he went from somebody who was so arrogant, so cocky, so for sure, to broken to woe is me, yeah. pity me. Uh, I'm done. I'm not getting my fair share.
0: Well, and it's it's a perfect contrast between night one. You yeah. Look at Naito. Yeah. And Naito was broken physically. Yep. But he still had the fighter's heart. Like, he still had the, the mentality. He still right. had everything. Jay White, in complete contrast, had... Not only been broken down physically, but really what needed to happen was he needed to be broken mentally. Mentally. And Ibushi just had to stay at him and break his self confidence and his arrogance, and it would just spiral downward. And and if you look at like classical psychology, like we're talking real, like brain analyzing psychology, there is I think it's a sociopath. Somebody who's super into themselves yeah. and like, you know, real, true sociopathy. Sure. I believe that.
1: Uh, it's pronounced psych- psychopathy. It's like,
0: <laughs> but if you if you uh, do a, a real study on this, apparently uh, what happens if you break a sociopath's uh, arrogance and conf- self-confidence, they just spiral and they don't know what to do because like that's what they prop themselves up on. Well,
1: they're narcissists.
0: Yes, and you take that and their whole world crumbles because they are their world.
1: They are their world and they have nothing else. And that is, man, you hit it right on the head because- I didn't jade it. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he, but, but I'm saying you you pinpointed what he was doing. Yeah. Because what he was doing was this, man, I mean, he's such a good character and, and, and he plays this character. I mean, you believe it because it was one, I'm, I cannot stress enough. How the storytelling from an arrogant narcissistic bastard to a broken, depressed shell of a man he was able to do in forty eight minutes and yeah. you can see it you yeah. can visual- you can see it happen, you can watch it, you can pinpoint moments like you did, you can pinpoint moments where it happens, and in the end, it's like you just said he's still so wrapped up in himself that he's blaming the world around him for his failures yeah, and saying, I didn't lose because of me. I lost because of y'all. Y'all didn't help me. I had no help. i had I'm no alone help. in
0: this world.
1: I had no, yeah.
0: Yeah. And like, so what's, what's so crazy about that too
1: is that, that I love, can I just say real quick before you go to yeah, that? I yeah, love yeah. that he just ended up laying down. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> I, love f- I love that. I love that. He just gave up. Yeah. Like, yeah. The whole thing, and then his, and for those of you who don't know, the big thing, and that was that he said he was done with New Japan. Yeah, and he's saying he said he's done, and, he, and he's going to quit, and he's no reason for him to be here anymore, and stuff yeah. like that. And which is interesting
0: because I do believe his contract is up, but I believe well he says it. He says think, that it is. Yeah, I think, of
1: course they're going to do something. Yeah, I don't but, think
0: anybody, but people are tossing around the idea of they're like, what if he's like actually taking time off, or like what if he's hurt, or he maybe you know I mean, what if what he's, if he's getting kicked out because of the he's shutdown hit again. it
1: very hard for three years. I mean he's he's hit it real hard. Well. He, even
0: says that so so he in that promo that he cut guys seriously do yourself yourself a favor favor. just take 10 minutes out of your day and watch this promo it is so incredibly it is it is we're talking uh hard times we're talking pipe bomb level like we are I, you this know what? Landmark. I, when, I was, when promo. you said
1: hard times and Hard times, when you said When you said that, <laughs> I was like, eh, but then I'm like, no, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I would say
0: so. Like, when's the last time a, a, a promo has moved you like that?
1: And, because it really did. And I'm not, again, I'm not just sucking Jay White's dick. He's just good. He's yeah. just good. Uh, and, but for the record, I would totally suck Jay White's dick. I would, he's a good looking man. Yeah. I mean, I would request he shave the beard. <laughs> I, I think the, I, I'd like for it to
0: tickle my inner thighs. Whatever. Oh, wait, just, who's sucking who? Just be able to, su- just
1: be able to <laughs> suck his dick and like reach up and grab his abs. And- <laughs> Ew. This is, okay, that grossed me up.
0: It's like the sensual <laughs> part. Like, yeah. it's like the romantic connection that bothers <laughs> <What>? me. Like, <laughs> you could talk about sucking yeah, his dick not, all the time, but yeah, don't caress I'm, him. No,
1: because I'm not there just, I'm there for a lover. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Gross! He, I like how you literally were like, you looked at me like, "Ugh, uh, get out of here!" <laughs> Ew! Don't ship this. We're done. Di- <laughs> <laughs> shipping me <into> and <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, it's 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 very fascinating. The the character development that he was able to accomplish, and um man, like I know we're probably like thirty something minutes into this, but like. It, this match deserves it dude this it, match it really deserves does. all the attention and what's so really cool does. about this is so I've, I jumped on the, the I, first off if you go back and listen when Jay White first appears me and Kellen are we just like, like oh yeah, like, like who's this Edge Lord? like baby face yeah. looking like we, I mean, no, we just didn't, we didn't buy get, it. we and, didn't buy it
1: well and plus he wasn't there yet yeah. he had not developed this character to what it is but now.
0: it was it was probably four or five matches in and we're like okay Okay, we're like definitely starting. We see the potential, and then I believe when I jumped on board the Jay White train was when he uh, bailed out of the ring when Barnett jumped in, and I realized he understands his character, he understands his place, and he's got this. Like this character, this knife pervert, is in good hands. Yeah, and it's been you know I don't know probably a couple years since that match, and. People have slowly started to come around to Jay White. And I love it because, like, for so long, I was a Jay White fan, and everybody else was like, dude, Jay White, I just don't get him, and all this stuff. And, like, just everybody just thought he was just a, an edge lord. Sure. And thought as, like, they didn't buy his antics and stuff like that. But now he is just, it is his coming out party, and everybody is, like, on board now. And I'm just like, guys, I've been here waiting all it's along for true, y'all to catch up.
1: Because we've definitely followed the same. Spot. I think I was later on the JY train than you. I think a lot of people were, I, I and it's, think, it's 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 understandable. What I mean by that is, I thought his in ring work was good, but I just couldn't get on. But now I couldn't get on the character. But now his character is so developed yeah. and so good and so defined. Yeah. Now I know what he. Is. Also, can I just say that Jay White is
0: 20 fucking eight is years old. Is that baffling? 28. Is
1: it baffling that when they said a lot of those guys' age, I was like, ugh.
0: Dude, no. He's 28 years old, and he has not only already been IWGP champ, US champ, and I believe... Has he been IC champ? I don't know if he has or not, but I it doesn't he matter. Because he's he's been on the grandest stage at 28 years old he just main evented wrestle kingdom and he came up short but it doesn't matter because holy shit like this guy has done more in the three yeah. years that he's come back from excursion than but most people have done in their entire careers
1: will osprey is 32
0: yeah yeah L- look at ishi ishi's like what 42 or 40 Somewhere something like that yeah. years old and he is Not even, he's never come close to the accolades that Jay White has at 28 years old.
1: It is unbelievable when I look at some of these guys' ages and realize how they're not only my same age, but are thanks to uh, New Japan Collection. Yeah. Yeah. The game on uh, uh, your phones, which is a great little card game if you ever want to get into that. But uh, um, David Finley. Is 27 years old. Mm-hmm. 27. He's, I, I don't want to do the math, but he's like younger, like significantly younger than me. He's like 14 years younger than you. I wouldn't say that significant.
0: Okay. Like 12.
1: Like five. Oh, okay. But well. still, still
0: <laughs> Yeah. looking at him, I would never be like, that guy's five years younger than me. Right. No, it's, it's fascinating. And- Maybe because
1: everybody in the world is taller than me. Well, you know. And I automatically look at somebody who's tall and I'm like, oh, you must be older.
0: <laughs> but what are you like? Is this like grade school? Yeah. Or like the it, taller kids must be older? Yeah, but
1: again, going back, but what you just said, most grade school kids are taller than me. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, these these
0: are the oldest eight-year-olds I've ever these seen. These are the tallest third graders I have ever dealt with. what, what is in the milk? Hormones. Hormones.
1: It's like straight up <laughs>
0: steroids. <laughs>
1: We both right. just it was such a lull in the conversation. It was like hor- hormones, I guess. <laughs> antibiotics. H G A. H <H-G-N>. G <laughs> A.
0: Alright, so we've got all of that out of the way. And we yeah, have to I, because I mean Jay White deserves every ounce of praise we throw his way. So absolutely. Let's I, uh let's step up to uh let's let's just go through the other uh, matches that stood out to us. I believe what's funny is the matches that me and you, uh, discussed talking about tonight yeah. were the same matches. I believe that, um, Meltzer gave five stars.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah. So it like, I mean, it was because obvious. They're obviously yeah. the best match.
0: It was obvious, but I mean, I just, I love that it like aligned so well. So let's, uh, let's actually jump over to Hiromu and Ishimori. Now, oh now that we're done yeah. with, uh, Jay White. Um, Also, hats off to Ibushi. I know we talked about Jay White, but Jay White made that match. I mean, Ibushi Ibushi was there for the storytelling, and he played his part, but that that arc is Jay White's arc.
1: Without, Yeah, but without Ibushi's story, that's what I want to talk about Night One. Without Ibushi's story of needing to reach that pinnacle in his career and becoming God and... You know, finally making it, and then ha- the potential for it to be swept out from underneath him as quickly. I'm beating a guy like Jay White. Yeah, be- beating a guy like Jay White. Abushi worked wonderfully. He always does. He's, Night- one yeah. the- he's one of the best workers in the. He's one of the best workers in the entire company. He's one of the best workers in the world. But Jay White's character in the opposition. And the storytelling from both, but definitely from Jay White, is what made that match. The night two was not the rise of Ibushi.
0: It was the fall of Jay White.
1: I could go with that.
0: Yeah. And, I'd say it was both. And and what's awesome,
1: though, but that's the thing I would is say it was if, the rise of Ibushi and the fall of Jay White.
0: Right. But but that's the thing is Ibushi and night one had that rise. Like yeah. That was his like, oh my gosh, he can do this. Yeah. He's almost there. Jay White, so Ibushi was at 99%. Going into to the match last night. Yeah. Jay White was 99% going in. Ibushi overcame that last 1% that he needed to hurdle to get to his godlike status. Yeah. Jay White fell from 99% to zero. God. And that's why I say it's the it fall did. of Jay White because yeah. Ibushi, You're right. Ibushi had a huge task to overcome. You're right. But he was already so close. Jay White had so much more to lose. Yeah. So let's move on. Um good job Jay White. Call me sometime baby. Um <laughs> Hiromu and Ishimori. Yeah. Uh did anybody have any doubts that this would be a, a bad match? No. And uh, we
1: even called it that it, this was going to be the match.
0: Yeah. So um we did. We both had um Hiromu winning night one mm-hmm. and Kuromu going into to night two yeah. and um, beating Ishimori, but those guys just are fireworks. Yeah, and we're we're actually going to kind of speed up now.
1: Yeah, we're we're not going to subject like we just much. did. There was just so much to say about it, that match. It, it really was. But I, I mean, we could just go through everybody be like, yeah, it was awesome. You know what I mean? But like that one just had a lot going for yeah. it. Uh But I would say Ishimori and, and um, uh, Takahashi just it it was again. Who didn't know this would be a great match? Yeah. Obviously, we knew that they were going to put on fireworks. Uh, what I liked about this match, there was a couple of moments I liked in, in this match where um, I liked the idea and the story that Hiromu just doesn't give up, and he's yeah. just stubborn. Yeah, like that's that's what I think I loved about. Yes,
0: him. Uh, when he, so what's funny is in my head I imagined somebody just playing a video game and they were just spamming the same yeah. move but the problem was the other guy knew the counter of that move and he just kept countering it yeah. it was it was like uh the evo match with
1: uh oh <laughs> with yeah Chun-Li
0: and yeah. Uh, whoever and yeah. it was like that final rush combo attack and that was takahashi or tana yeah yep. takahashi just spamming the the elbow the, the, was it an elbow or yeah. a punch or something elbow. and he kept trying to do it nishimori just over and over well, and over he, and over
1: and i told logan there was literally a moment in that match where he's doing that and he keeps throwing these forearms slash elbows he keeps throwing these forearms and takahashi like takes it and then pops right back up and then he gets hit and he falls and he pops right back up and And he's he's trying to overcome it with grit yeah he's he's trying to like tough it out and the funniest thing was i said those forearms those elbows became so brutal they just looked i was like uh," every time he threw one and i out loud, I said during this match, I literally said, like, oh, just sell his shit. Stop, stop. Like, He's already dead. Like, stop. Just ugh, just sell it. Like, is yeah. he throwing these on purpose because yeah. you're not selling his shit? Yeah. It was like, this was fucking brutal.
0: It was. It was so hard to watch. But it was, again, it got you invested. And yep. And I always find it fascinating in a match when you start feeling bad for a character. Yeah. Um, especially like somebody like Hiromu, like you start getting baby sympathy. Boy. Like it was, yeah, my sweet baby boy," he he kept getting hit, and it was like, "No, like stop, like go down, take a break, try something else, do something." And he kept doing it over yeah. and over, and it was just like, "Hiromu, like what are you doing? Like try something else, do something. You you can't keep this up forever, right?" And just that level of like care. You don't see that. and Usually, in a match where somebody's getting beat up, you're just kind of like waiting for it. It's like, okay, so like we're supposed to feel bad for this guy. But that we legitimately were like, stop. Like, yeah. <laughs> just anything else but that. Try the B button, maybe the X button. I and, don't know.
1: And they did. <laughs> Why not, right? I mean, what do you plan on? Like an just, Xbox? Just toggle or, the joystick. Like, what do you want? Do you want a Switch? Or what, what buttons do you have? <laughs> Yeah.
0: Uh, So it was a great match. Uh, It was.
1: And there was a lot of good moments in those matches, just like you would expect those two to to pull off. And what I was most surprised by uh,
0: was and this is just the story of all of Wrestle Kingdom and New Year's Dash was there's just no shenanigans. No, it was like just which is great. That's what I'm saying. It was this was a clean forward. match. Yeah, clean. Oh, well,
1: there was water too, but, but I the, mean, for the most G-O-D part, God
0: pulled the claw. But like beyond that, and there was a couple nut shots and stuff like that. The
1: fucking claw. When are we gonna lose this fucking claw?
0: Honestly, when are I, we gonna? I, I like the claw. I hate how it looks though. That's
1: maybe. <laughs> it that's looks what like it it's
0: made out of aluminum. Maybe foil. I just
1: hate the design
0: of it so <laughs> yes. much. I really hope that God get a hold of it and make it look cool.
1: I mean, if you're gonna have something like that. In my opinion, if you're gonna have like a claw like that, have it be like a fucking Vega claw.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you can just like impale somebody and yeah, murder them in the for ring. Like, for real. Yeah. Like when that guy Not pulled that like gun a on a dude and on your hand. You know what I mean? <laughs> we well, you just straight up new jack somebody.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. Let's bring let's fucking put it up bring it up a notch. <laughs>
0: you know what I mean? Dude, for real though. Um it's just it's something about it. It just looks goofy and it, it could be cool. It just needs to look a little better. Come on, G.O.D. Go like while well, you've got a hand on it, like polish it or something. Yeah. It does it, look plastic. It looks It looks weird. It, it, it looks like. It's got a weird look to it, it. It looks like it was made out of aluminum foil and then they just like painted it gold or, or not gold, silver. Silver. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, but moving on, um, it just it was fireworks. Let's move on in the next match. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about, uh,
1: let's see, Okada and Osprey. Oh, my God. This I will say. This, of course, you knew. You knew this match was going to be good when you have two guys like Okada and Osprey working together. Obviously, it's just like Hiromu and, and uh, Ishimori. Like you, they you, can't put on a bad match. You, you're not going to see a bad match from these two. You got two guys who are just incredible workers, and then you have one who's starting to develop this new character, and we're not only seeing him develop this new character of uh, Osprey going from the aerial assassin to the Commonwealth King. Now he's starting to wrestle like the Commonwealth King. Yeah. He's not wrestling like you're like the aerial assassin, the chip chip or the, you know, uh, pip, 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 cheerio. pip pip cheerio and the cheeky Nandos. He's, He's still doing those things, but there's a new aggression, there's a right. new level to them. there's a new and in this match, well, and, and he yeah. wrestled with that. There was a fury there's a ferocity there that had not been there before. Well, and I'll I'll piggyback on that.
0: You said he's still kind of doing those things, but get off
1: me. What are you doing? Get off me. Why are you piggybacking? Get off me. I don't want to God.
0: My feet were dragging the ground. I was about to say,
1: this doesn't work. This doesn't work. The
0: other way around. God. No, so what's what's interesting though is he what he really wasn't doing all his old stuff though.
1: He did them, but very little.
0: Yeah, it was he, he did maybe like 50% aerial stuff like that. he Yeah. Used to there was do. not a lot of that. He, he didn't do a lot of the flips. He didn't do. I mean, I don't think he did. What's the, the Robinson special. I don't remember him doing that. He did cheeky Nando's. Yeah. But like, those are all things that like, what's interesting is, and he said this, and I don't know if he's, if he's injured or if he's just getting older and his, he realizes his style he can't keep up with forever, right. but he is slowly stepping away from the aerial assassin. And I think that's intentional.
1: It is. And that's what I'm saying. He's he's stepping he's moving away from the aerial assassin, and he's becoming the Commonwealth King. Being more of a brute. More of a brute, more aggressive, more and they even said that on the on the commentary. They were saying the same thing. They were like, There's a new aggression here that yeah. hadn't been there before.
0: Right. And it's and it's also a um his, like it's a more heavyweight style.
1: It, it, exactly. And his character feels I don't know if this is gonna make sense. His character feels That
0: doesn't make any sense.
1: Right? Okay. <laughs> Thank you for thanks uh his character feels darker,
0: yes, absolutely. He
1: feels like not like like there's a weight like there's something there that has changed this person into a more aggressive more uh i, I know he's a heel. I know that that's yeah. happening, but it's
0: just, it's carried through in his style for and, sure and and for which, sure i I don't one hundred percent buy it yet i'm I'm still getting used to this new character, uh, yeah. And I think that... I think he's doing well with what he... I think he's doing good with it. I Yeah, he's doing he's doing the right things. I think that it feels like he's playing out a storyline versus uh, being a little more organic, only because he well, went from new. being... Yeah. It's new, so and obviously went, it's gonna feel like that. Right, but I, I felt like the subtleties weren't there. Um, sure. And that they had... They kind of had to fast-track this to get it to the Wrestle Kingdom uh, yeah. event. But... It's not but that's not necessarily me talking down on it. It's just there are I've seen better I guess well, heel turns, a, more subtle heel heel turns that, you, you know. You've got exploit. a guy that
1: has been the same Yeah character. He's been a school. face for so long. Right. Not only he's been a face, but he's been his face persona lines up with his style, his in ring style. Mm. So the high, the floaty, the you know, the the um up in the air, you know that kind of stuff. That aerial thing has been his go-to, and that's his style. Yeah. But now, and, and I think transitioning to that is just going to take time. Yeah. Oh it's, yeah. That's not an overnight thing. And that's
0: the thing is, I, I and you gotta like, and he's I never like it was done it before. quick. I felt like it was pretty quick. And well, because they had to. Because yes, of, yeah. And it's it's fine. Like I, I I'm sure he was supposed to turn in like. February or March when mm-hmm. right before all this stuff like hit. Um well and even
1: his his uh theme, his entrance music is changed. Entrance
0: music, entrance music is different as well.
1: And that bums me out because I really liked Los <laughs> Pratt's <his> entrance music. <sighs> I really I know I'm, you might not, but I really I'm like split on it only because it kind of felt a little butt rockish. I know just a little bit. Maybe that's why I, No, like, I don't like butt rock, but I'm saying <laughs> it always made me every time he came out, I was just like, yeah, fuck, yeah, because it's osprey, cause it was the, you know, <laughs> Elevator. and every time I was I would hear that, I'd be like, Yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah, osprey. Ophrey. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh it <laughs> no, was a little it's a little butt rocky for me, but I didn't dislike it. A little butt cocky Ew, book buka- no. Uh so moving on. <laughs> No, I'm not doing uh, it. I Wait, can I
1: say this? Oh, go ahead.
0: Uh, I will say that it's kind of an interesting deal that uh, the umpire didn't win anything. Nothing. Like
1: not a single match.
0: Again, that's fine. It's it's one of those things. You Gotta pay your dues. Where well, yes, you gotta pay your dues. And something I I'm always reminded at Wrestle Kingdom is we're so used to Western style wrestling, like that's American what it is. wrestling is yeah. all about like a moment yeah and it, oh, i'll say this i hate uh it's at this point it's just wwe is unwatchable it really and is. i remember it this truly is i remember it this year when they were doing wrestlemania and it's just they just the announcers kept beating us over the head with it's his this wrestlemania, his moment. WrestleMania yeah, moment
1: that's their new thing
0: and it was like they just kept saying it could this be their wrestlemania moment oh wow so-and-so just had their wrestlemania moment and it's like If you have to tell me that they just had a moment, then it wasn't. It's not a moment. Yeah. And you did not hear the wrestlers be like, or the the announcers in New Japan be like, you know, this is Jay White's, uh, you know, wrestling moment or this is Ibushi's wrestling moment. Like, it's just like, no, just let it be organic because when when you hear the. uh, Everything in WWE sounds like it's a bunch of writers, a bunch of corporate, you know, decisions that are just being shoved down their commentators' throats.
1: Their commentators have the have Vince McMahon or the right or the producers punched into their ear at all times. Yeah, they're literally having to talk while somebody is talking to them and telling them what to say. And the thing is. And, and keep and they want you to beat certain things down. You know, you, there's actually a uh, a video of Michael Cole talking to Vince McMahon. He's like, he's like, do you want me to bring this up again? Because I'm just hitting people over the heads with it. And it's just the same shit over and over again. And it's like silent. And you hear him listening and he's like, no, no, sir. I'm not. I'm not questioning it. I'm just saying I. you want me to continue to say this, even though I already have. Yeah. And he's like, OK. All right. No. Th- yes, sir
0: you know yeah. and it's like i mean it's it's 100 that way and it's yeah. it's so sad like it, it's it's just so terrible and so we're so used to this idea of being like oh the who is the it was who the, were the with the retribution is that who yeah. they were yeah. and it's like oh the retribution has to have their like time in the sun and they have to like come in and make a splash and like they were doa because it was just nobody really bought into the retribution and I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, they right, just but landed not the, flat, yeah. and people were just kind of laughing at them and things like that. New Japan,
1: it's just not like that.
0: It's not like that. And you can you can lose every match at WrestleMania, or WrestleMania, Wrestle Kingdom, and and Ospreay even talked about this at New Year's Dash. He goes, "Oh, you think we're weak? You don't think we're strong enough because we didn't win at Wrestle Kingdom?" Yeah. We'll show you. And then yeah. they went and put tens on in the hospital. And but, I'm like, okay, but he's got like a bum ankle and he's like kind of old. So <laughs> you, should have made matter, a, bro. you should have made a statement
1: on somebody stronger, but that's okay. Doesn't matter, bro. Fuck up the elderly. That's fucked up. Kojima, you better
0: watch your fucking back.
1: You better back. watch your
0: fucking back. Nagata, we're going to fucking kick your ass.
1: Tushin, you're next, dude. <laughs> fucking coming after you. Coming for you,
0: Milano, you piece of shit.
1: You piece of shit. <laughs> Hanma, you better fucking watch your back. <laughs> and watch your neck. We'll yeah, break it again. I'll cripple you again. God, watching <laughs> Hanma in the ring makes me sad. Oh, yeah. He just moves like... It's just terrifying, so, too. Oh, it just I don't me... want to wrestle.
0: I'm scared uh, <laughs> of wrestling.
1: No, but, um, but, but the Empire not winning a match. I, I'm okay with that, though. Because just like you said, in, in New Japan, your faction is not based on... It's not like team points or anything. It's like, right. it's not, you know your factions even if you're not so weak if you all lose. Yeah. Cuz they all still put on banger matches. Oh, yeah. It just they just wasn't wasn't there,
0: you know. But and, I will say this. Well, and two, again, it's it's all about being subtle. So For like, sure, especially this year. Like this year was devoid of any holy shit moments besides like actual the stuff happening themselves. in the match, yeah. yeah. But there was not any like oh my gosh, so and so ran in or oh my gosh, so and so like you know, said this thing. God, you're like, such a
1: Western mark.
0: I am. I'm sorry.
1: You're always looking for your fucking but rail it, rumble but, moment. Know,
0: and I think too, we're so used to like all the, the elite, like they were really good about doing that, you know, yeah, like for sure. Like Cody are. Rhodes, <laughs> like, yeah. And Cody Rhodes, letting Kenny through the ropes and hitting him with the cross. Yeah. When he was totally, halfway little totally. things like they were yeah. always doing that stuff. And I think we just got so used to it that we need to realize that that is very much a, an American style. Yeah. And, You know they're not going to do that as much. That being said, they also didn't announce any shows. They didn't, you know, try to promote any future events. So I think they were very scared to pull any kind of storylines or any kind of triggers or anything. Yeah, they they didn't want to try to set up some holy shit moment and then not be able to deliver because they couldn't put on a show for five months.
1: I I will say, going back to Osprey and Okada, just for a second, yeah, um, that you know I've watched wrestling for a very long time. I've seen a lot of table spots. I've seen
0: maybe like two or three matches. That's what I'm saying. In my life.
1: Right. Yeah. Ever. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of table spots. I've seen a lot of brutal table spots. I've seen a lot of shit done with tables. The table spot that they did in this match was truly like a oh my god like a a moment that out loud it was a true japanese table moment a a moment that out loud made me go jesus because it was just it just looked so painful
0: well and and i remember and i don't know if if anybody else caught this i just i see stupid shit like this because i don't know i'm weird but he got Oh, uh, Okada up and we were thinking he was going to slam him down on the the uh the, the op- exposed floor. Yeah. And I remember like looking at his foot positioning cuz I'm like, "Bro, like you got to be careful with your feet, like yeah. don't trip or something." And if you watch Oka- or Osprey gets stuck in the table cloth. Oh, okay. And right before he throws Okada through, he actually kicks his foot back and throws the cloth off because he started slipping and sliding.
1: The angle at which he tosses him or th- was so weird well it so, was such yes, a weird angle because that they because to. if he
0: watches his foot so he knew that he had to do that quickly because he had to do the misdirection right we all thought he was going uh, you know left and he went right and what happened what had to happen though is he had to he had to get that cloth out of the way and so that's where that weird angle came from because he went to put his foot wow. down and go and he couldn't that. do it so he had to like kick his foot back and he was lucky that he actually was able to pull that cloth off because i was afraid that it, if it didn't uh, this why do i watch this there's all uh, guys about to go through a table and i'm like oh i sure hope he gets his
1: footing <laughs> well, i'm sure hope he gets that cloth <laughs> off his foot. i would hate for somebody to fall <laughs> oh, please don't trip <laughs> while you're slamming a guy <laughs> through a table
0: but yeah and then okada gets that
1: gentleman like. is awfully is perched awfully precariously on top of you for you to be tripping up it would
0: be a shame for anyone to get hurt here yeah now throw him through the table now put his ass through
1: the table but, <laughs> oh, Yeah,
0: but um yeah dude it was it was such a good match um you know, we're we're about an hour in and we've talked about God. four matches. So we really got a
1: <laughs> fucking move.
0: But let's uh but you know what the good thing about this is we're we're getting a lot of the big stories. like we don't need to go back and talk about the Empire again when yeah, we yeah, about yeah, the yeah. other matches and things like that. And a lot of these matches um were double matches. So we're knocking out yeah, two yeah. D- events in one one go. Yeah. So um now let's talk about um I don't know. This match was just okay. It was Cobb and Shingo. Oh, I don't fuck know. Fuck
1: you. This <laughs> match okay. First of all, anybody—I know you're kidding—but yeah. anybody who watches the, the okay, <laughs> this was one of my absolute favorite matches. So good of the whole event. Well, and we knew it. We we, we knew, it. We said it was gonna be because Cobb is so good and oh, Shingo yeah. is so good, but these two together—oh my god, my god, my god—they put on such a banger of a match, man. They there really was did. just these guys are so skilled and talented and just put on such a hard-hitting athletic just such a good match if you haven't watched this match please do it is a great match uh of i wouldn't even say man it's what's cool about this match is it's a heavyweight that can move like a crew like a cruiserweight a heavyweight that can move like a lightweight, and a lightweight that has the power of a heavyweight. Yes, that's and a I, perfect way to describe it. And it's such an awesome combination in chemistry. Oh, oh, it was a good match. It was okay. fire. I was no those guys. Match. Those
0: guys uh, go hand in hand so well. They complement each other so well. And I mean, to be fair, to any, me, yeah. anybody that works Shingo is going to look good. And in yeah. Cobb, Cobb doesn't go out and put on five star matches every day. No, he's, but he always puts on a
1: pretty good He puts match.
0: on a he's a good match and you know that he's going to go out there and be at, at the very least be entertaining. But man, Shingo elevated him straight up because Shingo, you're right, he's he's he is a lightweight. He's a junior that can has the power of a heavyweight mm-hmm. and he is he is eventually, I mean, he's at that point now where he is officially moved up to heavyweight mm-hmm. but he still has to be one of the lighter heavyweight guys and Cobb is just a, a, beast. a beast he's a monster but he
1: can move like a lightweight
0: guy you do the backflips and and but the cool thing about this is Shingo can still you know do yeah. do some dives and things like that yeah. and he uh in fact did Shingo dive it over the top ropes in this one I want to say I feel like he he dove
1: over the top ropes and we were like oh I think he did hey Shingo One one of the things I liked about this match too was one of the things that they did is a classic thing, but they they did it really well. And it was the uh, angle of Cobb hurting his knee. Mm -hmm. So Cobb hurts his knee by doing a move or something, and then Shingo starts whatever. But Cobb sold that knee the whole time, and he kept and he was trying to do like uh, his tour of the islands, Mm -hmm. and then he. couldn't hold shingo up and he fell because he couldn't keep
0: him well and he teased doing the tour of the islands off the top rope yes that was scary scary. i was like no 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 please don't do that sir you don't don't got to sir sir (laughs) sir excuse me sir excuse me sir can
1: i speak to your manager before you throw him off the top rope (laughs) i would have speak to gato (laughs) can i speak with your manager sir (laughs) sir this seems awfully dangerous
0: But um uh, yeah, another another stellar match. Go watch it. Uh, no surprises there. Shingo is just so so solid. Yeah. Shingo might be the most technically sound wrestler in New Japan. And I say that from the sense of definitely one of them. Well, he he holds his body the right way. He lands at, like he is the textbook definition. I'd hold his body the right way. <laughs> He's we're, we're like super gay this, this time this time like, okay like every time but we're yeah. like
1: we're like really game. like mega
0: gay. <laughs> yeah. but but what happens is um you know you look at shingo you look at somebody who, who's if you if i had to create a youtube tutorial on how to do a suplex on how to you know jump off the top ropes on how to run the ropes i'd be like we're gonna bring Shingo Takagi in this yeah. because he is so solid. So he just he just does everything right. The speed at which he runs the ropes, the the form he has, where he just falls sh- straight perfectly back on a suplex. And you know, he even when he's he's helping somebody else out, Cobb, how many times did Cobb catch him out of the air and um, throw him over his head? Yeah. But Shingo set him up perfectly for him to grab him and toss him like Shingo is so incredibly technically sound, and I think that's where the difference in this match was from other Cobb matches was Shingo perfectly set up Cobb for everything that he needed to do.
1: Shingo and Ray Martinez might be the two most sound wrestlers I've ever... Oh, wow. You, ever you kissing some ass? Huh? You kissing some ass? No. I just realized what I said, and... <laughs> and
0: uh. <laughs> Hey Ray, I love you to death, but Shingo is
1: like one of the greatest wrestlers of yeah, in the entire earth. Yeah. Shingo, Shingo doesn't No offense. Shingo doesn't break noses and backs <sighs> and give hernias. Can I love you, Ray?
0: Yeah, I love you. I love you, buddy.
1: No, but yeah, no. Shingo is, come, uh, come get
0: naked in my house again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> again. again. Uh but Shingo I, I agreed he is he is by far one of the uh most talented wrestlers on that roster and and not even talented just like you said just skilled mm. uh technically proficient um great match and so is Cobb Cobb is I mean Cobb Cob, yeah. Cob is a uh you know uh, uh an olympic athlete it you takes know what i mean two to tango i mean he's he is a legitimate olympic yeah. athlete i mean he yeah. was on the olympic team for guam and he was guam. Uh, That's just a fun word to say. Guam. Guam. Uh, guam. And kumquat.
0: <laughs> all right, moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, now we're just gonna kind of blast through all the different matches and just honestly, <gasps> honestly, I watched... Sorry, like, that was me blasting. <laughs> I saw like... Thirteen hours of wrestling, so some of these matches uh, I'm kind of like I remember one of them was in the ring it <laughs> was a lot of wrestling there was to a watch. lot there was a lot um but some of these stood out better than others and we'll kind of i guess dive in deeper on those but um let's now that we've showered this event in praise let's sure. let's talk about a little less stellar match um okay. one that just I am officially oh, on the yeah. sonata hate train. Ugh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like it was. It, yeah, dude's athletic. He's he's technical. Um, but he just he his persona is broken. It's boring. It is. It's just so boring. It is. He has zero charisma, and it. If he was ever going to unleash the beast, if he was ever going to step, been, should yes. have been yes now he yeah. should have he should have gone out there, and I know the story they were trying to tell was. Oh, is he gonna break today? Is he going to like?
1: Was that it? Succumb was that the story to they were evils? Tell?
0: Yeah, and it's like, or is he gonna stay the cold skull? And like, because they were like, you know, sh- evils trying to goad him into like fighting evils game and not Sonatas, but it's like when Sonata has a boring style, mm-hmm. it's not a good look for him to stay boring. And like, I, th- I think literally they had the to- question was, is he going to be boring or exciting?
1: And I, I think they literally shaped it to. To just help him continue to be a boring in his style because, well, Son- and, yeah. Sonata's style is boring, and they kept saying the whole match, the whole match. They said it several times. You can go back and watch it. Yeah. They said the the whole time that now Sonata ended up winning, and but they were like Sonata won in his style, and he's like he won, but he did it in his style his way. Yeah, and he did it his way, and he's like in the whole match they were like. uh, Evil wants him to go his way or to fight his way to get angry, and he goes, but he's not going to. He's he's not going to do it. He he wants to do it his way and in his style. So it's like, okay, so are you just making excuses so this guy continue to just wrestle the same way <sighs> and not have to progress in any way? Like, oh, he's he's gonna. So it's like, so there's this blood feud that's happening right now, but he refuses, refuses to wrestle any other way than his style. And the right. only way he wants to win is his way. His boring way. Your boring ass way. And it's like, what do they have to do? Do they have to like are literally... you have, Are you saying it because he can't do anything else?
0: I think-, I think Is that to, what it is? I think to get Sonata mad, you have to literally bring his grandma into the ring and like hit her with a steel chair. Unprotected then, headshot. He'd
1: be like, meh. He'd be like, all right. He's like, I'll get you retribution
0: for her, but I'm gonna do it my way. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna hand wrestle you. Yeah, I'm gonna arm wrestle I'm, you. I'm gonna come in there and I'm gonna-, I'm gonna you know, dance around. We're gonna lock up. We're gonna chain wrestle for a little bit after you hitting gram The
1: Gram-Gram. Yeah, the fine. best. The best part of that whole match. Yes, I, please. I the hope best I know part of this say. whole match. <laughs> Is when evil knocked over the yes. timekeeper twice. No, it wasn't that. It was when Dick Togo <laughs> took the greatest bump of all. Oh time yeah, <laughs> forget about it.
0: Evil, evil brushed his shoulder off yeah. the edge, yeah. and Dick, you would have thought he got he got blown up by a
1: ballistic missile. Yeah, because he, he dove like ten feet in the air and dropped the table. When when they <laughs> when they ran into the timekeeper and he fell. And it took them like five minutes to get him back up. And it's the <laughs> second they got him back up. Immediately. Evil threw Sonata back into the timekeeper <laughs> and knocked him down again.
0: See, and Evil played his part. Evil played his part and Sonata didn't show that up. That was
1: the best part. Yeah. No, no, Evil was definitely the best part of this match. Yeah. But man, Dick Togo fucking, fucking flying. Togo. It's like it's like when you watch a cheesy like B-action
0: film and some guy gets like kicked in the gut. And they, yeah, you know, and then they, <gasps> you can see them go, Ugh, and then you can see them literally like bend over at the knees yeah. and like throw themselves backwards. Yeah. it was like one of those moments. Uh, it was great. And it was so amazing because such a
1: go- oh going through the table. Yes, yes. <laughs> looked- oh yeah, he barely touched him, and like, Dick Togo oh. took a half beat and jumped, <laughs> <laughs> leapt. took a leap <laughs> of faith. He looked like like a Jeff Hardy
0: out there going through the table <laughs> off the shoulder, but. For
1: <laughs> I was trying to figure out what you were talking about. I was like, I was like, wait, I was like, wait, what? When did this happen? And then I remember laughing my ass off, dude, because was... he barely touches him, and he's he, and it's like a half second, and then he goes, he, <laughs> he straight macho
0: man's <laughs> off the dude. apron, it like drops an elbow dude. and everything, dude. It and was like, great because he
1: clearly clearly hesitated yeah. no I mean you can well, see okay. it
0: so like, I think what was supposed to happen was I think evil was supposed to hit him a lot harder and for whatever sure. reason evil pulled back or Sonata didn't whip him hard enough or whatever and so he barely bumped him I think Dick Togo was waiting for him to get like launched Maybe off that's what it was. and he realized he didn't even give him enough impact to like push Dude, him off the apron so he was like alright I mean, I'm gonna have to do this myself go,
1: you can see him go but, oh uh, oh shit and, like, <laughs> like literally he like takes a second where he's like, he's like Oh crap! And he jumps. Oh, the fact that like, he jumped was yes. so funny. It's
0: like those old cartoons where they have to do something They're about to do something insane, like dive oh, off God. a building or something like that. And they, the the character like puts on a hat and like lights up a cigar and Dude. like then like casually just jumps off. That was exactly you what Dick Togo did.
1: Re- that. <laughs> Oh, I I'm so glad you reminded me of that moment.
0: So, so when Jay White went chicken shit from uh, Josh Barnett, and yeah. that's my like when I got on the yeah. Jay White train. Dick Togo, yeah, you're on the Dick Togo train, himself. Through Dick a Togo table. did
1: the moment in the cartoons when they fall off a cliff and then they, they wait half a second before they fall. That
0: I love everything about
1: it. Dick Togo literally did that.
0: Oh, oh that's funny. I'm gonna have to good, watch that. Good again. Good job, Dick. Good that job, was Dick. you were the best part of that you match. You were
1: the best part of Sonata and Evil's blood feud. <laughs> yep. Evil was fine. What um, was the best part of Evil and Sonata's like horrible blood feud? Dick Togo Dick jumping Togo. into a table, <laughs> and he looked like he was having a fucking blast. He did. There, he was like, "I'm glad. To be, I'm just glad to be a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. This is my Tokyo. I'm just glad moment. to be here, fellas." <laughs>
0: then Michael Cole-, Cole comes in.
1: Oh my gosh, did Dick Togo just have his Wrestle Kingdom moment? Was that his Wrestle Kingdom moment?
0: <laughs> oh god. All right. Um let's let's talk about uh I don't know, Zack Sabre Jr, I guess. It was fine. This was the only one of the only matches that had shenanigans. Yeah. I think I think in all of Wrestle Kingdom, G.O.D hit Tai Chi, I think it was Tai Chi, with uh, the Iron Fist, yeah. the Iron Claw. The Azuka. And I, and I think Azuka? Yeah, Zuka's Claw. Azuka's Claw, And yeah. then um, I think... Uh, I guess was it was it? an
1: heirloom passed down. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think LP uh, tra- punched Hiromu in the nuts. I think that was it. Yeah. Like, there, wasn't that, there wasn't, many, a, yeah, not it not a
1: wasn't a too It wasn't too bad. Against... Which
0: I know they got super criticized for the G1, where like Bullet Club is ruining every single uh, match. So I think they like turned a lot of people off then. So I, I know they've pulled back a lot since then, but still like. I will say this. I surprising.
1: will say this. Um, this may be. Sandra. this is for you. If you're still listening. Uh, this might have been. I, I hesitate to say my favorite, but the one time that I watched Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, and yeah. It was not just disgusting dude he turned it on man he did this was a decent match for him like he was not just doing the submit he wasn't doing the submissions the whole time correct and he was doing a lot of stuff i hadn't really seen him do yeah and it looked it was good great. and it was he, great. he pulled it off really well I it even, really did it was, I, a de-
0: it was a good match i messaged sandra and she can vouch for me on this i said holy cow where is this zack saber jr been this If whole
1: time? he was like that the whole time and then kept on that whole submission master thing, but wrestled like he did in this match. Yeah. I'd be all for it. Yeah, totally. I, I'd be all for it. I'd be like, okay, I'm not a Zack Sabre Jr.
0: fan, but I don't hate him. I don't hate him. And that's the thing. is, And that's what I've always said. Go back to last episode. That the way you fix Zack Sabre Jr. is you have him soften people up with his striking yeah, and his it, moves. Which, and then he locks on the submissions he later on did, in the
1: match. Which he did. Yeah. And it was it was done really well, yeah. and I really actually enjoyed it. And then that protects the other
0: person from looking like a bitch mm-hmm. because it's like you can if he if he kicks somebody's leg out from under him the whole match and then puts him in a leg submission at the end and he taps out because it's like live to fight another day. That's great. But if he's just like doing random submissions, like oh maybe a neck, maybe an arm, maybe a leg, maybe an ankle, like I don't know, and then one of those and there's a guy who just taps out because he's just like in pain. That looks, they look like bit it looks horrible, but, but if, if, but if it's literally to prevent an injury or the injury is already there caused by the match, yes. like it's, it's that's, well done. Yeah, you can, you can make those submissions happen without killing, you know, your any, any opponents. And
1: again, this was a decent it match and I, I enjoyed the match for what it was. And, and, and GOD are always good and everything, but I will say this, and I've said this before on this pod, you can go back and listen to it, and I'm going to say it again. Actually, he's not as bad as he was, but. I hate the idea, it's not even the idea that they have. I feel like there's an idea that Tongaloa thinks he's a monster. It's weird. I'm not, yeah. I mean, it's not as
0: bad in the past. It, but it's not as bad as it, as it used to be. He used to no-sell a lot, and that made me mad. Not
1: even no-sell. He would no-sell a lot. Yeah, he would no-sell a lot, which was annoying. And then he would do these things where he was like, pumping up or made to seem way stronger than he yeah. was it's it's weird it's weird I don't buy it's it. a weird deal i don't either anyway he's
0: fine he's fine but he was he was manageable like i uh, this he's was, better now this is the most be. charming tongaloa yeah i've seen in, yeah. in in a long time
1: i'm still trying to get used to the <clears throat> the, the he look sexy pretty. sexy tama T- sexy tama is really hard for you to get on board with not not that I don't, he just doesn't
0: he he's he's got too
1: pretty of a too, face he's just too handsome he's too
0: handsome to be vile
1: gosh he's handsome
0: yeah and like, if he would like, here we are. He we just we are mega a, gay. I know we're super gay today, but we need to like. He needs to kind of lean into that. He needs to play off this like. Oh, look how sexy I am now. Maybe. Like, which is funny because when he had the beard, he would always like grab his junk and like hump yeah. the camera and yeah. stuff. And it's like now that he's actually well, like, the, yeah. But a I think that that makes sense when he would do that because he was just a grease ball, right? He was
1: just a slime bag. Yeah. Like,
0: but now, like, imagine pairing that up with his like new, new yeah, crew maybe. cut shave. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, uh, and I know we're kind of bouncing around, but that's okay. Uh, let's talk about Kinta and Kojima. Well, we'll kind of blast through this because yeah, it was it was fine. Yeah, it was uh, good. Honestly, I was really surprised by uh, Kojima. I was too, and I love the fact that Kojima. This is probably his last time that he's ever going to get to put on a show, like be it be a at this a top at this, draw at this level, yeah, for sure. But he showed that he could go. Yep, and good he, on him.
1: I was actually, I mean, I I've, I've never had a bad thing for kojima i've always liked kojima but yeah. i but i've never thought anything of him because he's never been like a top he's guy always been he's, an old
0: guy working young lions
1: yeah he's always been either working on young lions or you know in the opening matches of just like an ex match or, or or in like the rumble or something like that mm-hmm. you know but man he could go he i mean go. the dude did really good and him and Kent's match was enjoyable oh like, i
0: loved it and what's they put
1: on a really good show yeah what's interesting
0: too is uh i'd i, I maybe I just haven't been paying close enough attention to his matches, but his like nose. Yeah. His nose tape fell off. Yeah. It did. And I was really uncomfortable. I was yeah, like, was Ooh,
1: that's not Kojima anymore. And I did. And I made during this match, I guess I just have never paid attention before, or maybe it was just more, more apparent in this match. But I texted you guys and, or I messaged you guys. And I said that, uh, Kinta sounds like an anime villain. Yeah And cause he does Cause if you oh, listen to he, Yeah girl. he's like <laughs> <laughs> You know he just It's his voice it's just, <laughs> and, you're, <laughs> and you're just like Oh my god I'm like, like I'm over here like Nani <laughs> nah, Yeah dude When you sent Nani It made me laugh <laughs> If you haven't seen Nani Fist of the North Star First of all if You ever Fist uh, of the North Star uh, Look We've all been in college <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh the thing is if you've never seen Fist of the North Star, watch Fist of the North Star. Second, if you've never seen the Naughty Meme. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Naughty. it's very much that. Yeah.
0: For sure. Um, yeah, let's uh let's keep going. Let's keep going. Uh good job, Kojima. Um yeah. we knew that oh we also gotta say that the the big surprise, this is how this is how tame Wrestle Kingdom was this year, but the big surprise, like holy shit moment. The re, uh, Johnny Moxley showed up in a video yeah. standing in the L.A. dojo, mm-hmm. and he was like, "He was like, I'm the boogeyman, bitch." And I was just like, oh, "Okay, cool. cool." So that's gonna happen sometime. Cool. But, and it's, yeah. What's funny is that he was like, "I'm coming for whoever gets the belt." And it's like, yeah, that's that's the whole stipulation. Yeah, like, that's the whole point like, behind this yeah. match. Like, surprise? Are we supposed to be surprised? Is that, like, is that
1: are you are you not aware of this before? <laughs> Were you just made aware of this before Somebody, this? Somebody's got to tell them about the contract. It's like right before the video started, like, oops, hey, hey by the way. By the way. <laughs> whoever, oh. <laughs> whoever wins this, uh, you face them for the title. Oh, oh okay, cool. Okay. Good. Good to know. Oh, yeah. hey, yeah, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, underwhelming, but I get it. It's, it it's a weird it pandemic. Is. Yeah,
1: here. it is what it is.
0: Uh let's do uh Tanahashi Great O'Khan. Um, not a lot to say about this yeah. match. Um Tanahashi went over. Uh, I think that's we guessed that he was gonna go over on Great O'Kon because Okan was young. Um, didn't we say that? Yeah. So um, you know, O'Khan's young. Um he doesn't need a win. I will say Jay White, I think, lost to Tanahashi, didn't he? Didn't Jay White lose his his Wrestle Kingdom opener? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I mean, it's fine. Like, Here's what, He's here, young.
1: Here's what I will say. He looked good. Yeah, he looked fine. It was a great, it was a fine match. I think there becomes a point. Maybe it's now. I think it's now. I think it should have been a long time ago. That we need to move on and stop doing the claw. The man, mm, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. The face claw. Yeah. The squeeze. I don't buy it. Mm-mm. I've never bought it. You know who I
0: bought it from? Who? Oh. I bought Lance Archer's okay. like, face cloth because okay. he's a monster. Yeah, but here's O'Conn's the thing. not a monster. I
1: think Ocon's supposed to be the monster. And here's the thing. And here's one of the reasons I don't buy it. One, it looked good at first and it was fine. Go back and rewatch that match. There are two moments when he has that locked in that he just like lets go. Like he's yeah. not even holding on yeah. to it. and And tanahashi's like getting in position and he's still supposed to be trying to fight out of this claw and and he's like not even holding it and yeah. it's like at least try to keep it locked on there
0: it, it works when it is used as a choke slam which is super cool like or holy if shit he used, slammed him by his fucking
1: face or like that's if it's cool used as a like submission like a like a like a uh, what's the word like a stationary submission yeah. if the other person's not moving
0: yeah it's fine right but you know it's it's you're right I, i'm not a, i don't buy it a whole lot i do like that I, I believe he came out in his uh in his black trunks if i remember right who great Ocon. And I think he looks better in black trunks. His 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 big poofy pants are just yeah. He wasn't wearing the big poofy pants. Yeah, they're just okay. And if he was, it's fine. But like, I just remember thinking okan always looks better with his like black shorts. I, come out in the big crazy like demon attire. That's cool and all. But like, once you get in the ring, like New Japan doesn't have those crazy gimmicks. And maybe they're trying to get into it. But like, Wado and okan are weird. Like
1: they're they're so gimmicky. They're weird. okan's Outfit when he walks out reminds me of when Kevin Nash was the wizard of Oz when he was Oz. Ooh, weird. Did you ever see that? No, I'm glad I didn't. It reminds me of that and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like I it. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, ready? Yep. Uh so that's we've talked about all of night one. there was the there was the Rambo. Uh yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It was a surprising group. Um it Chase. I, I thought group. it was hilarious that Chase Owens. It, it was a comedy. Here's the deal. People will be like, Mom, I didn't like carry the same weight as like Jay White and Ubushi. But like, my thought is this you have to have the comedy matches to Absolutely. elevate the serious Absolutely. matches.
1: It, it was the same thing with uh uh and, you know, jump into something else, but it's the same thing with um Desperado and Kinamuro and Wado and Teguchi. They had some really funny moments in their match, and it was yeah. a very comedy-centric kind yeah. of match. And, and you have did, to have those matches. And you have to have those matches because you have to break up the brevity of the other matches. Well, and
0: if everything is supposed to be just an exhaustive, like, high-octane... Yeah. You get fatigued. Yeah. You can literally get fatigued. And so For you sure. have to have these kind of fun, silly matches to be like, oh, that's a breath of fresh air. And it, then It
1: goes back to every Marvel movie and every mm-hmm. DC movie can't all be gritty and realistic. Right. You have to stick right. to the fact that they're Marks.
0: Yeah, and it's just it just provides variety. Exactly. If because why even have two nights if you're just gonna have Jay White Jay White Abushi every single night? Exactly. You know? Um let's see. Uh Hiromu and LP. Uh, I'll say this real quick. This is uh this is night one. Um interesting thing about that match was it was a fine match. Like they did some good spots, and yeah, it was there, was, there was a couple holy shit moments that yeah. I think other matches were missing. But the biggest thing that stands out in my mind in this match was Hiromu was on the ramp on the outside, uh-huh. and LP just straight up walks the ropes to the middle yeah. of the ropes.
1: Very impressive.
0: And dives. I think he did a backflip, if I remember right, with the two sweets in both hands. And lands on top of Hiromu. And I was like, whoa, like that was cool. Like yeah. that's, a, that, people will walk the ropes with people holding somebody else's hand. Yeah. Like Lance Archer does this all the time. Well, he he has did that hand. too.
1: He did that.
0: Right. 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 And, and that's the thing that Op does, but not many people, maybe uh, Phoenix, maybe Ray Phoenix yeah. is the only other person I can think of that will run, that'll literally walk the ropes without holding anybody's hand and just like tight rope. Yeah. And, I don't think I've ever seen anybody tightrope to a fucking backflip. And I swear he lingered there for a second.
1: He may, like, he probably did. He's very good. Yeah. LP is extremely good.
0: LP is and fantastic.
1: Not only is he good, but I was telling Logan before the pause started. Or should that, I say
0: phantasmic?
1: Before the match started... Uh, or before the pod started, um, I was saying that one of the things that definitely, I just love LP as a heel. He's just such yeah. a piece of shit. He's great. He's so good. His and heel work is so good. When he was in that match, his dude even coming out when he was coming out with the new Japan with the uh, Jacob jacket and he was just rubbing it between his legs yeah. and throwing it and like yeah. just didn't give a shit. Like oh, some I pe- loved it.
0: Some people they say it turns them off because they say it's it's cheap heat. But like, come on now! It's cheap. You gotta have all different kinds of heat. It's There's, cheap heat, but it's good heat. I like it, that yes. though. And it's like people. I I do get frustrated at the people that sit there and they say there should only be one type of wrestling. No. And like, here's the problem with that. No. If there was only one type of wrestling, that same person that's it's 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 the Jim Cornette exactly, okay? and that says every heel needs to act like Jay White. Every heel needs to act like, you know, whoever. The, the problem is if every heel acted that way, you would just, you'd have to throw out 75% of them because you'd that, find some other thing. You'd be like, well, Jay White, he rolled out of person. the ring instead of, you know, the other guy, like, getting tie, tying himself up in the ropes. Like, you would, you would find something to nitpick about everybody, so you need the variety to have a, a wide net to appreciate all different types of wrestling.
1: That same person would be like, we need something different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like if you, if you,
0: if you pigeonhole everyone into the small subsect of what you believe wrestling should be, the problem is people think that would make them happy. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. All it would do is move the bar of what's acceptable and not acceptable exactly. to such a small group. You'd have three favorite wrestlers and you'd hate everybody else because exactly. they were all the same. It's so stupid. I think that's
1: one of the things I love about wrestling the most is that there's so much variety. Right. And if you, know you, you ever mean?
0: watch a show that doesn't have variety, it's yeah. just like, oh, why? Why mean, am I here? You
1: even surprise yourself with the, the um, wrestlers that you are attracted to. Yeah. Like ones that, you know who I surprisingly like love for whatever reason, I don't know. Who? I love Nagata. Yeah, I love Nagat. Yeah, and every time he comes out, I get excited, and I'm like, Blue Justice. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, Fuck yeah, I love Nagat. Like, I just like his the, his style. I like yeah. his the way he looks. I like the way he performs. Like, absolutely. I wish I saw him in his prime. Like, I yeah, wish I dude. watched him more in his prime. Yeah,
0: for real. Um. Okay. And I th- I think honestly, I think we're down to one last match out of all this. We might have skipped something. It's fine. There's a lot of matches, and if we skipped it, it just means it wasn't it didn't stand out in our minds. But uh, we need to talk about the uh, the four man uh King of Pro wrestling real quick real quick can i say uh i will say this we did have one other big reveal that i was surprised by and uh that is don king or as i liked- <laughs> Oh, him, yeah. Because I like to call him the Don King of pro wrestling.
1: He, what was his name? His name, if you look at it's his name, it's something like Don Kikiroko like, like or something. Don, it's like Don Kikiroko or something. Yeah, like it's yeah. Don, it's yes. very Don Kingy.
0: Yeah. It's so funny. And I didn't even know that. I was just making jokes. I was like,
1: and the fact that they had him in between on all of like the, the match stuff and he's like, match You know, and he had like the cigar and shit it was hysterical. That
0: song was a banger, though, dude. Oh, like, yeah, I was, yeah. I was singing that all night long, man. Yeah. But um yeah like he was a blast.
1: Yeah, I uh, liked him.
0: But uh so so that's the real Don King of pro wrestling. Now let's talk about the King of pro wrestling, uh Mr. Toroyano. Oh,
1: Toroyano. Yeah,
0: he uh he survived. First off, it was it was kind of hilarious how he how he won the Rambo. Yeah, how was he great. just never actually made it in the never ring. Never got in the ring. And he was like and then he he walked out of there with his chest puffed up like he just won the whole
1: fucking two, you know he was a bushi that he became god two things i love about that how yana won and the <laughs> fact that that uh that he wasn't even that he wasn't even he couldn't even make it in the ring and that bushi hung out outside the ring and beat up young lions the whole time <laughs> and didn't even let them in the <laughs> ring and that's how and then did not win uh, he never went into the ring yeah. until the end, and then he rolled in. Yeah, it's so good. I love it, man. I love the fact that they did and then And then you had... And, and that's of, so... Of good. all the people we picked, it was so funny, because when we was watching the Rambo, I was thinking about all the people we talked about who could possibly win, and they were all in the Rambo. Everybody we yeah. said was in the Rambo. Yeah, no,
0: and just and like it, everybody expected, it was Chase Owens bad luck fall. Yeah. <laughs> who, who could have guessed? Knows? What?
1: Out of all these people Chase, Chase Owens, Owens being number 1. <laughs> Chase Owens being number 1 and lasting the whole time. <laughs> And still coming out in the top four. And then, and then somehow
0: Fale not beating the combination of Chase Owens. So funny. Bushy and Yato. What? It's so funny. Actually, it's not even let's let, let's take it even one step further. The combination of bad luck, Fale, and Chase Owens not beating Bushy and Yato. What? I know. I love pro wrestling. I
1: do too. And Yato okay won, this. didn't
0: he? And Yato won. Yeah. Because because um Bullet Club tried to pin, uh, get the same pin and they oh, they started they started right. tussling with that's each other right. and then they both went after the ref and Yano came in and gave him the old jibble the old the old double yeah he he uh, clack right in the clackers if you know right, what i'm saying right in the clackers yeah and then uh, got the quick pin so
2: yeah
0: uh, wow. king the king of pro wrestling ladies and gentlemen the king yeah of all of pro wrestling not just new japan no no we're talking all yano. of pro wrestling yano everybody bow down to your new king
1: yeah or your still king
0: <laughs> yeah still king um yeah. but hey i did find out because you know we haven't been watching every episode of new japan sorry yeah but uh i did find out that the stipulation on the king of pro wrestling did you hear this i think i did the whole idea of the king of pro wrestling is every match is supposed to have a stipulation attached to oh it. yeah yes so yes, I, did. I love that so yeah. this one was a rambo that went into yes. um That went into a four-way fatal four-way, and apparently the last time was like a a first slam match or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, okay. So apparently every time the king of pro wrestling uh, trophy or title or however you want to call it is up for grabs, it has to have some kind of stipulation. I did hear that. I love that.
1: That's cool.
0: I think that's great. So um, I don't know, man. I think Yano coming up, Yano. Yeah, Yano. Yano deserves it, especially if that's the way that that title is supposed to go. I agree. Um and I so okay, that's it for Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, briefly, I want to talk about um New Year Dash. There's not a whole lot to talk about because yeah, it was I didn't, very tame. I didn't watch New I Year's stayed Dash. up to every night to watch all of this and I went to work the next day on every single one of them. I don't and, know how you did that. Uh, it was brutal. Um so I was like, New Year's Dash has to blow my mind to make all of this worth it. Like it has to be like some insane shenanigans like specifically i said it needs to be a circus like it needs to be they need to go ham to just blow my fucking mind and nothing happened absolutely not a
2: damn
0: (laughs) yeah dude it was bad like and it's it's fine we we found out who the next couple challenges are oh by the way um you know sonata came in and just i don't burned the house down after abushi won what no No, No, he didn't he walked in and he was like champion i want belt. Me
1: want to be champion.
0: Will you let me take that belt? And then Ibushi was like, I'm motherfucking God, bitch. You can try.
1: <laughs> yeah. Slap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like is anybody, does anybody think freaking Sonata no. can beat
1: Ibushi? Although, if you would have asked me a year ago if I ever thought that Evil would be the double champion, I would have said no. That's true. So that's, that's true. But of just, all the people, it just
0: does not belong belong on Sonata. My problem with this is I I believe that New Japan thought that Sonata would be a huge pop and a huge draw. And to be fair, like he got the Japanese crowd in on his side, and maybe the Japanese are more into that cold, calculated persona, yeah. but. I tell you what he did not gain a single fan
1: here in the west. Can I just, we we're the west, right? Yeah, we are the west. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just want to bring up one really quick thing. I want to go back to Ibushi and uh, Jay White's match yeah, really go ahead, quick. Go ahead. And I, I and I want to bring this up for one reason cuz okay, so one of the things that that uh, about Wrestle Kingdom that was so interesting and I don't know if we talked about this before, was, was a they were at a uh, lower capacity Mm -hmm. So there was not like a full capacity crowd, right? uh, Because of COVID, yeah. And also, the crowd was not allowed to make verbal. They were not allowed to make verbal uh, or or audible. They were not allowed
0: to just spew COVID all over. Yeah.
1: So they couldn't chant names. They couldn't scream. They couldn't yell out. So they had. They were reduced to only clapping and stomping. That's all they were allowed to do. Yeah. Um. There was a part in that match where jay white is on top and he starts going uh abushi abushi oh yeah abushi and nobody can do it because they're not there they can't so they start kind of clapping and he goes come on abushi abushi and they still don't do it and he grabs code and he's like he's like see they they don't believe in you anymore man he's like he's like they're not on your side anymore you lost them yep (laughs) it's like they 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 don't believe in you anymore i love it oh and i was like yeah yes! like, so like that's good. so
0: good he's so good anyway sorry uh, Yeah, back to new year's dash yeah, new wow year's dash. way to talk us bring us back to like the first five minutes of the sorry, podcast for sorry because i don't care about new <laughs> dash. so um the last part of this is um it was it was fine we found out that um uh, you found out a couple of the different challengers and i can't even remember them because they just kind of like looked at each other and they were like i want that belt and they were like okay come get it and then they just walked out Tenzan, like, hurt his neck. Um, they, they, I will say this. This is kind of interesting. They used a stretcher spot, and they, like, New Japan doesn't do that. and Not
1: I, very often. I
0: told Sandra, I was like, I believe this is a work. I believe because they need to do something outstanding to make the Empire, to prop them back up. Like, you may have thought we you were weak, but we're actually strong. They needed to back it up. They, could, they couldn't just rely on words this time. Right. Um, so I was like, eh, like, I don't think this is, I, like I said, I, I'm i like pretty sure this is work, but just know, Sondra, if you're not watching New Japan all the time, this is very much a, uh, something they don't often. Yeah, they
1: don't do, do that a whole lot.
0: And so it, it's nice to have that restraint within New Japan that is like. Like, if they did that in WWE, it 100% of work. Like, you would
1: They n- do that weekly.
0: Yes. And, like, so the fact that they only do this once or twice. I, th- I think somebody said they did it with Tanahashi a couple of years back. But the fact that they've only ever done this, you know, a couple times in the last, as long as I've been watching, four or five years now. Like, that's cool. Yeah. I like that they're at least thinking outside the box. But, I mean, <laughs> that should not be the biggest thing that stands out from your New Year's dash, you know which is pretty rough.
1: You seem disappointed. I didn't... I just shouldn't have stayed up. Like, <laughs> why do you not do that? I don't know why. You, it's like, you could watch it the next day, bro. Logan. Do you know how
0: terrified I am of spoilers?
1: It's weird. It's almost like an affliction.
0: No, like, it's, it's like The a, problem
1: is this. If I know who's going to win, I don't give a fuck about the match Yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah. You no, know, I get that too. Like, I was actually really good this year about I did not see a single thing until after... Hell I had yeah. watched everything. I I had I stayed off my Instagram. Nice. I stayed off I stayed off everything. Yeah. And I had absolutely nothing spoiled for me for two days. Nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I just it's it's easier for me. And plus, I don't know, there's something about just seeing knowing that it's happening real time somewhere out on the other side of the earth. Like there's always that chance that if something goes wrong or if something goes out of whack, that they'll cut it for the replay they'll say oh like you know somebody took a bad spot and they had to call the match so we're just going to remove this whole match and then you know they'll just have the announcers cut a little and like just we're sorry you got to
1: see it don't you bud you there's something about the, watching it live you just gotta there's, be something the about, one. there's something you gotta about there's something about knowing guy. like
0: like if you watch it 4 or 5 hours after it runs live that means that it gives them the chance to hide something and uh, this is
1: on top of the Listen idea you and your fucking conspiracy no theories. it's not
0: even that it's like i've seen enough like no oh. i know
1: i get i get i get like, think
0: about all the revisionist history that that wwe does like, yeah they'll oh, they remove entire matches like tons. try to find a chris
1: Benoit clip on the network that's uh, true right i mean they have them there they're on there but they but, have chris Benoit matches okay then try to find any
0: kind of you know reference to him like oh yeah no they don't
1: yeah they'll redact that but imagine
0: if somebody cut a promo that that vince you know let's say it's another pipe bomb style promo and they just say what about benoit you know vince would be like cut that shit oh yeah you'll never find that shit yeah but if you watch it live you at least get to see it i don't know it makes you feel better it does (laughs) Plus it's New Japan, it's worth it.
1: Uh, no, yeah, not for me. <laughs> I have a child. Uh, this is
0: this was my sleep schedule. I would go to bed at like 10 o'clock and I'd wake up at one o'clock. No. And then I would turn it on and watch it till six o'clock and then I'd go back to sleep oh until like 8, 8.30 and then get up and go to work. That sounds not worth it. That sounds miserable. I got through it. I
1: got through it. Luckily for me, uh, I'm working from home now Mm. and it's nice to be able like i can you know it's nice to literally like have my phone like have my phone propped up sitting there like right next to my computer and i watch the matches like the whole time yeah like,
0: dude get one of those get a uh, google home yeah. hub you can cast things to it oh. like that's how that's that's how i'll do my work and like listen to something and then oh. i can just like take a glance over at it sweet and by that i mean i'll watch like 4 hours of tv on it and then i'm maybe like type an email and then go back to watching. for hours. I don't
1: want to say that that's what I did, but I don't want anybody to be like, is that why you haven't been getting your work done? No, no, no. I, I was able to, uh, at least have it on and pay attention and, and, yeah. but still get stuff done. So. All
0: right. I think that gets us through it. Um, by the way, uh, Oh, uh, I thought there was going to be more bullet club shenanigans. It didn't. Jay White showed up, just kind of walked out. We don't know if he's very, coming back. Weird stuff. Little, like yeah. just, everything's just kind of I literally think they just kind of like swept everything under the rug and they're like we'll see what happens like literally like we don't even know what's going to happen in the next three months so don't look to us for answers right now Shit, yeah not, so
1: not the best uh resource
0: yeah so um I just think that uh this the the looming shutdown is really affecting storylines, especially long-term storylines. And the last thing uh, Gato wants to do is have this crazy bullet club civil war right as they can't put on a show for the next six months.
1: How many times can Bullet Club implode? <laughs> I mean it's great though because No, I weird. love it. No, I love it. I, how
0: many times like it's weird for a heel faction to stay together. Yeah. Like
1: I think it makes sense that they yeah. don't.
0: And Bullet I mean? Club is like truly like they're supposed to be like the vial of the vial. Yeah. And like I love the idea of them just constantly like at each other's throats because they're all just like opportunists and see that's like, why thieves. So it, but
1: you don't see anything like No Honor like Among Thieves kind of you, thing. You don't see anything happening like that in chaos. Right, right. You know what I mean? Say so you don't see any. Well,
0: chaos is technically a face faction now. That's what, that's, that's what yeah. I'm
1: saying. That's what I'm saying because they're a face faction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't see that kind of stuff. You yeah. barely see anything from them. Any yeah. action from them as a group. Yeah. You never see anything from them as a group.
0: But you. And, but the cool thing about the the heel faction that does make it work is uh, Suzuki Goon.
1: But what's great about them is like they're all buzz that just love beating the crap out yeah. of people. They're just and it's angry like, dudes. There's it's never like but, but bloodthirsty. But, but the <laughs> difference between them is they're just a they're just a faction of heels. Yeah. Whereas they're just a faction of like of, of heels, whereas. But uh,
0: but they they understand that the team comes. First. Right.
1: But Bullet Club, they're opportunists, are opportunists. Every man for they're, himself. they're a group of narcissists. Yes. And absolutely. they're a group of egomaniacs. Yep. And they're a group of, you know, those kind of heels. That right. Are, it's every man for himself.
0: You 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 join Suzuki to have a family to have somebody
1: you, have your back.
0: You join Bullet Club to get a fucking title. Look at That's Evil. Yeah. If Evil had gone anywhere else, he would have been uh, t- uh, like, latched on. That's it. But he went to Bullet Club solely for the title. Yeah. And it's, it's how many times has that worked in the past? I mean, look at every single leader of Bullet Club mm-hmm. and they get showered with accolades. Yeah. Like, l- like let's, let's run through the past leaders of Bullet Club. Okay? You've got AJ Styles. You've got Prince Devitt. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. You've got Switchblade Jay White. Mm-hmm. And now you have Evil. All of those, every single one of those, were IWGP champion, right? Uh, maybe not Devitt. Devitt got out, I think, before he was champion. Yeah. But I believe he was junior champion. Yeah, I
1: was to say he had some accolades.
0: Though. Yeah, but uh, but like, look at that. I mean, uh, is anybody going to deny Prince Devitt's greatness? No. Like, he all of those guys are top dogs. You go to Bullet Club so you can get elevated, but you don't go to Bullet Club to Did join you say the H family. House? Yeah, okay. Yeah, you don't go to Bullet Club to yeah to to join the family. You go to Bullet Club to elevate yourself. Yeah, and and. It's it's a it's a leapfrog. Yeah. You get to jump to the top of the pack, yeah. but the problem is, an easy way in is an easy way out. So you might get your title, but who's going to stab you in the back?
1: Yeah, that's what it is. It's so good. I love it. Yeah, I that's love what I love. Wrestling. If you look. They're just like that's that's like all all fam- famous heel factions are like that. Yeah. All famous heel factions are the ones that turn on each other. The ones that are the you know you have ones like. Uh, DX where they turn on each other. You know, you have NWO where they turn on each other. You have uh, Bullet Club where they turn on each other. You know, to go to get titles, to go get those titles. You have uh, LeBron James and the Cleveland, you know, Cavaliers.
0: Oh, the biggest deals. That's what I'm saying. Went to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. We needed his title. He he went to Miami to get his title, but you know what? He he brought it back, baby. Brought it back. And then he went to Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "All right, peace, bitches." <laughs> yeah. Um, alright and that's it anyway. I think <laughs> yeah weird so uh, next, join us next week when we talk about uh, Paul George and the Clippers <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was he thinking am I right uh, like, <laughs> uh, but for real um, the last thing I want to say and I should have said this right at the top um, I am excited to announce and Ooh. I know we talked about this in the last episode that we kind of teased it a little bit but we have pulled the trigger on Luchamundo. So, um follow us on Instagram at Luchamundo. Um this is going to be a cinematic web series yep. where you get to see me and Kellen uh, attempt to act in it, in front of a camera. Kellen, yeah. I will say this. Kellen is a natural. I love oh, s- I love watching Kellen. He gets Stop it. it. He gets it. Um Stop. I'm just a narcissist with the camera, so they <laughs> yeah. I've got to be in front of it at some yeah. point, right?
1: But if I could say <laughs> you have been the uh you're you're the you're the captain on this ship and you've made it all happen. You've filmed it, you've edited a, it, you've It's done a team effort. You've done everything. Yeah, but man, but no team is uh, successful without a good coach. So man, I,
0: I appreciate that. I but but to... this is
1: one hundred percent not about me.
0: I, thank no, 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 you. No, no, Thank you. No, no I am just saying but, this
1: was kind of your brainchild, your baby, and it is turning out incredible. And I am super happy to be a part of it. For, and I for know for showering all, people
0: with compliments, I also got to throw out uh, Jeremy as well. Like every, everybody, every, yeah, everybody, everybody involved. Is pull, uh, their Jeremy,
1: way. Ray, Jennifer, Pat, uh, everybody involved in Mundo and the process that we've been going into it. Has been uh, has been incredible, and the whole experience has been so fun. And we've been putting this thing together for several months now, and yeah. it's been a blast, dude. It's so fun,
0: and and I really have to say that I've always loved each of these characters, and I have the the most fun part of all of this is exploring these characters outside of the ring, totally, and getting to see, uh, you know, into these characters' lives and how they live and what they do, and um to me, it's just so fun to, to deep dive and, and honestly, to see everyone's talent, like get to get them in the spotlight and everybody's going to have their shine and everybody, you know, it's, it's, it's a team effort. And that's why I say, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to prop up one person over everyone because, you know, at the end of the day, everybody's going to get the spotlight on them. And I think it's going to be, um, a really exciting series. And I hope you all join us. So check out Lucha Mundo on Instagram. Um, Follow us on Instagram. Our, the videos themselves are going on YouTube. It's Lucha, uh, Lucha Mundo. Uh, subscribe and like our videos. That'll help us a ton. And then please share them if you like it. Um, if you don't like it, just fuck off. There because <laughs> we put
1: a lot more yeah, into Yeah, because we don't fucking need you.
0: <laughs> You're a bad person. No, but, but for real. Uh, you know, I just... Wrestling is such a cool thing to me. Yeah. And it's it has brought people into my life that I've made lifelong friends. Absolutely. on, And, you know, it's, it's gone beyond just hanging out and, you know, giving each other chops and at yeah. parties and shit like that. And now we're, coming together to to find out a way that we can keep putting on shows and keep putting wrestling into the world when we're completely shut down. And it, this is truly and honestly a group effort and I am so excited for the world to see this.
1: It's a group of very close friends now and a community with these particular people uh, who are a very tight-knit community, you know, the Elote group. And um, it's nice to be able, you know, we're not able to put on matches right now, so it's nice to be able to uh, express ourselves creatively, and um, you know, continue to be these characters and tell these stories outside of that. And it's been really, really fun. And Absolutely. Um, I'm excited for to keep doing it and to see what happens. Well, and what it, what it, what it reminds me of
0: is when we go out for the show before a show and after a show. You know, we're all hanging out in the back and we're just having a good time. Yeah. There's no egos. There's yeah. nobody that's trying to get a leg up on each other. Everybody's just
1: hanging out there and, to
0: there to put on a show yeah. and just there to entertain and, and, you know, bring, bring a little glimpse of happiness, Yeah, you know, especially right now. That's so important. For and sure. it's just this whole experience of filming it. We're, we're four episodes into this. We've only released one. We just released one today, Yeah, but we've got four episodes in the can. So three more coming um, and then obviously we'll be filming more and more content o- over time. But just it, re- it takes me back to those times after a show where everybody's just on a high. Yeah, We all just put on a great show. Everybody's yeah. really loving it and, really and we're all standing in the back and we realize that we're all in this together yeah. and that's, that's unique for wrestling. There's a lot of promotions out there that everybody just wants to get. They just want to, themselves over they just want to be the top dog and they're there for themselves and nobody else um you know luchamundo is not about that and and it reminds me that neither is elote and it it reminds me why i love all you guys in the first place so it's exciting all right and enough enough of that yeah i think kellen's crying like a baby here like a bitch like a baby back bitch baby
1: back bitch
0: but really um follow us uh, you can also follow me on instagram um at proxima bear p-r-o-x-i-m-a-b-e-a-r um you can also follow the podcast here uh we yeah, we might start trying to at least promote maybe let you guys know when we got new episodes up um it's Revo- uh, revoltage podcast on instagram um you know we don't post to youtube anymore that was days gone by but yeah at least on instagram i think i'm gonna try to keep up with social i've i have a lot of social anxiety like social media anxiety yeah, I do too. I've, yeah i've worked in advertising for long enough that i just it's so slimy to me that i have a really hard time like posting yeah. i actually you really tussle. don't very much <laughs> i know and i just i tussle back and forth with the idea of you know even posting Mundo. like I, I kind of sat on it for the last about month just being like luckily I, it's, it's just been so a,
1: slimy it's been a real group effort it has been it has
0: been but right right and I mean literally just like me putting it on the page yeah yeah but yeah. it's just there's something slimy about social media that I I just I've seen behind the veil and I yeah. don't I don't like it but I've had to tell myself that it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. and so um, Great, it's fine. It's fine.
1: <laughs> but uh yeah, and you can follow uh Luchamundo on Instagram uh as yeah. well. And you can follow me if you really want to. You don't have to, but it's you should. uh Kelbert seventy seven. You can see all the books he's reading. Yeah, it's mostly just books I'm reading. <laughs> uh and then stuff Go ahead of, and say it.
0: Sorry, I think I've talked over you.
1: No, Kelbert seventy seven. Um it's mostly just books and then some stuff with my daughter and it's it's my personal Instagram, so Uh, so yeah.
0: Cool. Um, I think that's it. Sweet.
1: Awesome. Good talk. You got
0: anything else to say?
1: I I love wrestling, man. And I love, uh, um, New Japan.
0: Yeah. Cool. Um, And I love
1: you. I love you too, buddy.
0: All right. So, um, to get us out of here, uh, here's a quick word from our totally not made up sponsors and super legit. And that is the Japanese table. Are you ready to get thrown through a concrete block? You might think we're wood, but boy, are you wrong. We are hard steel and hard concrete wrapped on a ceramic shell that's never going to break no matter how hard you slam it.
1: Japanese table. Do you want a table that is fortified not to break ever? Even if you put a body on top of it and slam them through it, still solid as a rock. Japanese table. Do you want a table with... Two massive beams of steel going across the sides that the only way to go through is straight through the splintery middle. Japanese table.
0: Japanese table, are you being overrun by zombies? Use our tables to fortify your front door (laughs) and there's nobody getting in, I tell you that.
1: Japanese tables, the only table certified to stop a bullet. (laughs)
0: Japanese table are you hunkered down at a bunker in World War II (laughs) are are artillery shells flying close over your head don't worry you got a Japanese table right there and storm that front lines cause there's nothing getting through
1: it Japanese table you hear the air raid signs and your whole building's coming down and they tell you to get under the desks well I'll tell you this one thing if you're using a Japanese table you will survive
0: Japanese table. Get it at your Ace Hardware today.
1: <laughs> wow, Ace Hardware. Yeah, We're right.
0: really branching out. Yeah, <laughs> All right, it's it's been fun, y'all. Um, happy uh, New Year. Happy yep. New Japan. <laughs> yep. All right, and we are out. Yep. Bye.
2: Bye.